And welcome back to the Godless Revolution for another week of heathenistic talking. Little podcast universe. Hey. Hi, everybody. And we just kind of want to let everybody know out there in podcast world and Facebook world that we do have a Facebook. And you can look it up on Facebook. (laughs) We do have a Facebook and you can look it up on the Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Godless Revolution has a page that we will be adding more content to very soon. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at just, just do a search for the godless revolution. Mm-hmm. You'll find our page out there. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Dan Ellis. I get doing a search for me, finding a guy with a beard. Actually, I think right now my profile picture is a really creepy fucking Turkey. Yeah. It's a Turkey mm-hmm. with like lips with lips coming out of, I yeah. think, I think the lips were coming out of the wrong end. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like the alien. Is it the wrong end? I think that's the only end a turkey what are those has called lips. The xenomorphs or something? Uh, uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can find us on Facebook. You can send us an email at thegodlessrevolution at gmail.com. Is it the godless revolution? Uh, it is godless revolution at gmail. So just godless revolution at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Send us in any questions, any topics you'd like us to talk about. If you want to be a guest, sell yourself. Tell us why you want to be on the show. What do you want to talk about? Also, yeah. we'd be happy to promote any appropriate questions that we receive via that email. Account. Yeah, absolutely. We want we like we like content, so give us some stuff to fuck around with. Yeah, wait. Or to just talk out. about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or to talk around. If you have a real doll, I, you know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a real? Doll? A real doll. Have you have you? Mm-hmm. Not oh, I've, seen I've the heard real about. Doll? Yeah. I've heard about those. I mean, I I uh, saw something like over in Japan where it's, it's dudes can't get chicks because they're like one in ten. Well, and now I'm thinking, would anybody really want a used real doll? Yeah. Um. Not, no. I mean, <laughs> you, bleach is like what eight bucks? Well, yeah. a gallon? <laughs> I don't think it's that much, man. <laughs> Just okay, well, good it's bleach. Like two bucks. <laughs> we want we want the good bleach. Bleach is what like forty dollars a gallon. That's <laughs> it's like like ten times the price of gas. <laughs> uh, I guess we buy government bleach. <laughs> You've been cleaning with government bleach too long. Uh, <laughs> Di bleach. Yeah. So, tonight we'll be talking about the Kalam cosmological argument. One Kalam. Of, one of the uh, favorites of the religious apologist group. Uh, William Lane Craig, in particular, yeah. loves his His bread and butter is yeah. Kalam. It's his go-to. And it sounds nice. It, it almost sounds plausible when he initially talks about it until you break it down. Because mm-hmm. he, you know, it, the, the initial Kalam... Argument is pretty short, sweet, and to the yeah. point. He adds a bunch of shit into it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, he adds a lot of a stuff lot into of it. Stuff. A lot of it just to take time. A lot of it to make it sound mm-hmm. science better. Than, yeah, more <laughs> and, more science and, and more philosophical. I mean, that is his major. And essentially, yeah. that's all it, it it is. Well, true, but but he adds an awful lot of phil. I mean, when you said he adds sciency stuff, uh. Well, I mean, Mostly stuff that sounds sciencey. I mean, the uh, yeah. fucking Ghostbuster sounds sciencey, but <laughs> we, yeah. know, we know Egon ain't making no packs, right? Well, yeah, and proton packs don't do that. I mean, oh, you see, you seen one? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I want to get yeah. one. Yeah. That was sexy, Matt talking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, but uh, back to Bill Craig, though. I, you know, honestly, this one, this the this his argument on Kalam took me the longest to break down out of, I think, any of the prominent apologists out there. 
you know, including Dinesh D'Souza and a and, and number of others. Well, and a lot of that is just because his argument is so long. It's I very mean, he, convoluted, He kind yeah. of goes on a gish gallop every fucking time he oh, presents yeah, it. Absolutely, yeah. He and, throws so much shit at you that you there's no way for you to go through point by point and pick it apart and go, this is wrong, this is wrong, this mm-hmm. is wrong, and this is why. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just tons of terrible information. Right. Well, and, and the other thing is, like we were talking pre-show, uh, you know, he debated very prominent atheists like Christopher Hitchens and Sam Harris, who did uh, very little in these particular debates to to actually address the points that that William Lane Craig was addressing was was putting forward. Yeah, I was actually kind of that was the one that was probably the one debate that I've seen Hitchens in yep. where I was kind of disappointed. Yep, me too, me too. Uh, he he still made great. I wouldn't say counterpoints, but he, Hitchens still made great points, but there were yeah. the same ones he's done all was, the time, but he didn't address anything that, that William Lane Craig was saying. And yeah, so, it was almost like he was unprepared for the debate. Like he just went yeah, it was a little odd. cocksure and knew that he was going to win and it would be a slam dunk. Well, and, I, I and didn't have anything prepared yeah. or didn't know what Craig's yeah. argument would be. I haven't seen this particular debate, but I wonder if it was just going, well, I know what William Lane Craig's going to say, and he's well, going to try to fill up my time. With trying to answer his stuff, instead Perhaps. I want to get my shit out. So fuck him. I'm going to say whatever I want right now because I'm Perhaps. not even going to acknowledge that. It could be, but even Perhaps. even when he was speaking, you know, even uh, when he was addressing it. Craig's points, a lot of the things he said mm-hmm. just didn't quite hit the mark. Yeah, and he still went into the Mother Teresa stuff and all this other kind of which which doesn't really pertain to William Lane Craig yeah. at all. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he was it, a Protestant, and it you know, seemed so like it was just, he was just, just trying his to basic sort of. Yeah, it seemed like he was just trying to fill time because he wasn't very prepared or something. Right, and so if you want to hear a, a really the the best rebuttal to William Lane Craig's Kalam argument, it's going to be here tonight. But then there's also Austin Dacey <laughs> uh, does a great job, and Shelley Kagan does a really great job. Uh, Neither of whom have I heard of before, yeah, so I'm no, going to be sure to check those out. Yeah, they're fantastic. You say Shelley Kagan? Shelley Kagan. I think I've heard I, I, that yeah, name he's, sounds he's a familiar. Philosophy teacher in uh, at Yale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll once. So we don't have a whole lot of content on on the Godless Revolution page right now. Once we, once uh, Ryan and I are added on there as admins, we'll start posting more things up there. I'll I'll start posting links to a lot of the things that we talk about. And the reason they're not. The, is because Matt I started Facebook the page much. and I'm a total idiot. <laughs> that's that's the only I reason. Mean, you're not a total that's... idiot. You're just not on the Facebook like, yeah. like me, the Facebook addict. Okay. Well, and uh, all the more reason to, to have you added. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, shall we? Uh, yeah. I mean. Well, do you want to hit some news first and then we'll, we'll yeah, get, get into William we'll Lane Craig? Like what news stuff in a little bit? I don't have that, uh, that one I was talking about earlier up right now, but I will find it. Do you have anything right off the bat, Matt? Mm. I have my notes from uh, Halloween. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your notes from Halloween? Yeah. That's what, all, that's, what do you mean? That's all I have in my folder. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought I put a news article in here from last week that uh, that we didn't cover. And, well, uh, it's the, uh, there, there's one I know. Well, well, we'll get to the other one here in a little bit once I find it. But uh, it's been in the news quite a while. Well, it's been on Fox News quite a bit lately. Yeah. Which I guess is... Faux news. A, a mm-hmm. type of news? Yeah. But it was about the school in... We didn't talk about this last week, did we? Did we mention it a little bit? I don't know. You've well, all, I think, all I think you I, said is the school yeah, in... Uh, we'll where <laughs> the school had the Muslim community there wanted to have one of their holidays added on in December. So instead of adding that holiday to the calendar, they took all the holidays off the calendar. Uh, 
including Christmas, Yom Kippur, you know, all the all the holidays got taken off. All the Christian and Jewish you holidays. I mean, like got even taken just off. listing it on the calendar, not yes. actually doing anything for it, but just saying this, on this date, this yes. this mm. holiday is did. celebrated in certain parts of the world. Yes, they wow. removed them. Well, I must I must say how from the school calendar how fascinatingly ironic that is that this is the move that atheists have been calling for that we don't celebrate publicly any religious holiday and let that be done privately all around the world country whatever well, that's fine but let's let's not let's not segregate based on specific religious holidays and now like we've seen before the christians are up in arms oh, yeah. about about anything else wanting to have their own time and they they erase the whole thing off the map well we've been saying that for i don't know centuries and that's that's been the, been the big thing about it, is everybody's arguing right now saying oh this is you know a christian nation we need to keep these holidays no, in there it's not. we need how dare they do that this we're we're christians we celebrate christmas and uh they're you know it's that's like kirk cameron saying that christmas started with christianity yeah, or, yeah you know well, that it, that it he, began just, as a christian holiday that's not even worth bringing up because that guy's so fucking stupid it doesn't it, i mean but he's it, saving christmas he made a movie about sure, it sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I get asked. I got asked the other day again. Well, if you're an atheist, why do you celebrate Christmas? I'm like, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate the winter holidays with my family because you know what? Honestly, the only time I've been to, around to celebrate the holiday that happens to take place when you celebrate Christmas, yeah. I've only celebrated like three times in the past ten years because I don't celebrate it unless I'm around family. It's about family to me, not about. Mm-hmm. And P.S. What zombie. makes this a Christian nation? They say it is. Yeah, they That's say it. it is. But what makes it? I mean, it's not the founding fathers. We've discussed that before. Yeah, you know. And if you want to, like, well, they try to say that the founding fathers are what made it a Christian nation. Yeah, but, but that's, that's bullshit. Yeah, but it's and it's well documented. Well documented that that's not the case. And the and you know, like me for instance, my family first came over. the 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 earliest roots that I have in this country is sixteen seventeen. Yeah, and I'm not a Christian. Yeah, does that make me not an American? I don't know. <laughs> My family's like before three years before the Mayflower. Yeah. Right. I mean, so what do you, I mean, I mean, I, you know, unless you're a native American, you have no reason to talk to me at all about that. About being, a, about a, being a citizen. About, yeah. 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 And if you are, I have no argument. <laughs> if you are a native American, I, I, and I guess I my know. big thing too is, uh, I'm not, I'm not Hispanic or Mexican, but I will still celebrate Cinco de Mayo by really? drinking Ryan some Mexican Patrick beer. Really, Ryan Patrick Duffy is not Hispanic. No, no but I still, <laughs> I will still. I bet you celebrate the fuck out of St. Patrick's Day. The fuck yeah, <laughs> shit, dude! A Cinco de Mayo too, man. That's a great holiday. I mean, I any holiday shit. where you can get. I mean, that's what Christmas is. It's, it's a holiday not, where you get drunk, isn't it? It's it's a holiday here in America because we've chosen to make it a holiday yes. just so that we can drink tequila and beer and get shit faced. But I mean, it's not really celebrated that much in Mexico. No. Well, sure, but either is uh, St. Patrick's Day celebrated the same way there than we do here. It's Not in Ireland, like, no. Like you, you, every day is St. Patrick's Day in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> yeah. I, no. I can't remember what it was about St. Patrick's Day. Like you, you do know what this holiday is about, and we really don't like it. Mm. <laughs> well, the same with Valentine's. We should do a podcast on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> we will as it as it comes up. I mean, we that's, got you know what you know what's great about Valentine's Day is it's one of the few holidays that started out as a purely religious holiday that basically has absolutely no connection to religion anymore whatsoever, other than that sometimes people call it Saint Valentine's Day. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so unlike Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No connection to its roots whatsoever. Hmm. 
Yeah, mm. so so that that's been going on there at that school, and I mean, I've been seeing a lot of people talking. It's 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 the big news on Fox because it's, it's getting towards the beginning of the war on Christmas. It has started. Oh God! So you guys heard that the Catholic Church is using the religious freedom argument to not even have to go to court, right? I did hear that. Did you see that article? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So uh, in Mother Jones on the seventeenth. Um, they published an article uh, says when Emily Herks first took time off work for in vitro fertilization treatment, her boss offered what sounded like words of support. Quote, you're in my prayers, end quote. Soon those words took on a more sinister meeting. The Indiana grade school where Herks was teaching English was Catholic. And after church officials were alerted that Herks was undergoing IVF, making her, in the words of, Mon- of one Monsignor, a grave immoral sinner, it took them less than two weeks to fire her. Uh, she since filed a, disc- a, discrimin- a discrimination lawsuit against the Catholic Church and the school for firing her because of this, and the Catholic Church has since said that they won't even bother going to court because it's within their religious rights not to have to do so. Yeah. This is IVF, not birth control, not, right. not abortion. Yeah, just not for in vitro. in vitro fertilization. Wow. She could still you be can't. a virgin. <laughs> this is this is a whole <laughs> nother level of of ridiculousness for for the the backwardsness that that's not even a word, but I just made it up, and and for women's rights in this country, yeah, well, this is and, ridiculous. You know, and, and until I read this, I hadn't, I I'd I'd, heard you know, about I hadn't this case. made the connection that that the Catholic Church would be that upset about it, but sure, you know, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, they're they're opposed to it, of certainly on religious grounds, duh, but because but, but wait, what, why, because, wait. no, go, all right, go ahead, <laughs> but because. Unless she has a penis inside her that shoots semen up into uh, her vagina, then it's basically kind of immaculate conception. You know, she's not she's not having sex with the penis in her. Is that is that what they've said? I mean, of course they're not going to say that publicly, but I mean, you, I, no, that was just, just that was just one that was just something that occurred to me. Like, is that yeah. their argument? That that's a very interesting. She wasn't point. married. Yeah, I, I I'd like. To, I mean, of course, you know, they're not going to make a public statement about that specifically, but. There's that, and then and then why on religious right on religious uh, grounds would they object to this? Yeah, well, and that was that was the one thing that I could come up with. I didn't. Uh, I, I haven't done any research to find out exactly why. So she's they have an unwed said. mother. No, well, they may have, but I didn't. Is see, she unwed? I didn't. Yeah, see she's it not married. She's a single woman. There you go. She's an unwed uh, there you mother. Go. Ah, she's single. Go. That's why she went through and had in vitro fertilization. She's not married. She's single. There, there it is. That's the reason why I think they're going after her. I remember when that when this story broke about uh, almost over a year ago. Uh, I remember reading. I'm like, she wants to have a kid. Yeah, she's not sleeping around with a bunch of men. That wasn't an accident. This was a Even planned was. child. But apparently, their sex outside of marriage in their school is wrong. Is she good at her job? Well, I I, I hope so. I would imagine so. They well, didn't right. fire her for any. I mean, no. they didn't fire her for performance. Sure. Well, then that to me seems like discriminative for yeah. sure. Yeah, and 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 the United States legal system should should look at that and say, "Yep, we mm-hmm. can't we can't do anything based on religious reasons." So, you know, if it wasn't a performance based release, then fuck you. Yeah. So the the article continues to say that Herx filed a discrimination lawsuit in 2012 mm-hmm. in response. Saint Vincent de Paul School and the Fort Wayne South Bend Fort Wayne South Bend oh, Diocese geez. 
Her former employers countered with an argument used by a growing number of religious groups to justify firings related to IVF treatment or pregnancies outside of marriage. So, yeah, that must be it. Yeah, and that's and that's right and, outside of Notre Dame too. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. Well, and their their argument is basically that freedom of religion gives them the right to hire or fire whomever they choose. But in this case, the diocese took one big step further, and it is arguing that its religious liberty rights protect the school from even having to go to court at all, which is. Bullshit. Yeah. Basically, they've given themselves themselves a blank check to say, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yep. We don't have to go to court yeah. for anything that we do that may fall outside of any legal legal precedent that has been set because we have this one legal precedent to point to and say, no, we're just practicing our religious freedom. Yeah. Well, it's basically saying we don't have to follow any laws. Yeah. We're exempt from any law you put forth unless it's a biblical law. We're religious. We don't have to follow your laws. Yeah. We follow God's law. Are are any of them going to show up for courts uh, where they're being prosecuted for raping our kids every week, everybody, <laughs> every week? <laughs> well, <laughs> figure it out. Well, I mean, the, the Catholic Church has shuffled, has shuffled yeah. bishops and cardinals and priests all around who either participated in or knew about and hid the, the offenders yeah, so mean, that they can't face prosecution. Look, look, look the, the only precedent, the only legal precedent that there is in this is that the Catholic Church does not have to face prosecution for major offenses and crimes. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that's and that's what they're banking on. Look, we want to fire uh we want to fire a, a a a teacher for for getting in vitro fertilization outside of marriage. Right. What are they worried about? You know, when when half of their priests have not been prosecuted for raping kids. Yeah. Yeah, of course there's no problem there. As I showed I, Matt, I, I, yeah, I stuttered meme. a little bit because I was trying to read at the same time while Ryan was showing me Ryan's, something there. Ryan's throwing you off track. I was making memes the other day, and Tamel told me to make some Mormon memes. All right, well, I, I, I so, didn't fully read it because I realized I was, yeah, not bad. What? It, so it's a picture of Joseph Smith with a crowd of people. There's a light shining down on Joseph Smith, and the people are cowering, and it says, Joseph Smith. Breaking up families since 1830. <laughs> then there was the first one I showed, Matt, which might be a little more. I declined to read because I was in the middle of. Oh, that says wrapping your daughter's. Yes, it does. I spelled it wrong. There's no spell check on there. Yeah. I, I, wrapping I, your daughter's. Well, yeah. Not, not, not it, it, it wrapping say raping. Like safe sex. Yeah. Not that kind of I, I can. Just, I can. I can. Uh, wait, I'll have to go back and tell us. Yeah, fuck you, autocorrect. He's a good rapist, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get the point. We should we should make a meme that says ludicrousing your daughters. <laughs> That's ludicrous. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Catholic Church is basically just saying, fuck it, we can do what we want. Yep. Well, that's what they've Scare always you, done. Screw you, I do what I want. <laughs> that's what they've always done. Fuck. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they've always done that. And is it incorrect to say that Hobby Lobby is the one that kind of broke the Watergate? Well, that's one? that's what the that that, yeah, the, that the, is the, the justification they're using yeah, for. That it, is yeah. the precedent for yep. them saying no, we don't religious. have to do that because that violates our our right to religious freedom. Yep, which goes back to my rant. Well, we we we, we all agreed that this about was going to open the up a floodgate. No, but I'm just saying it goes back to my rant about the justices, you know, being being so one sided. You know, I've I've wondered why all Catholics. You know, I mean this this same religious freedom argument. Not all, but but most. You know, al- almost every state now recognizes the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster and Pastafarianism yeah. as an actual yeah. religion. Yeah. Now, right? Part of that religion is that every Friday is a holiday. 
So, so we get every Friday off? So, yeah. I mean, should I just not go into work every Friday and expect to be paid for because that's my religious freedom? Yeah. Fucking A. We need to create a religion that says nobody yeah. has to work for anything Ever. and they just get paid for, for it. Yeah, and, we, and then the employers have to, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where do you draw the line on this stuff? Yeah. And with, it's, uh, it's fucking ridiculous. I might have said it before, but as far as church goes, why do they celebrate it on Sunday? Why do they go to church on the first day of the well, week? They don't well, all. it depends on which religion you're talking about. Yeah, they Jews don't, don't celebrate it on Sunday. No, neither do like Christians. Adventists. Yeah, I know because it's it's Sunday's the first day. Yeah, Saturday's the seventh day. Right. So yep. if God rested, He rested on a fucking Saturday, not a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know why God. <laughs> well, maybe we just anyway. switched the calendar around. Maybe Monday was originally the first day. Well, I thought we were yeah. all based off of Jesus dying and shit. Yeah, which is the Gregorian. Yeah, but but why does God need to rest in the first place? I know. And why would it take him seven days if he's all powerful? Yeah, exactly. Or six days. And or they, five they, days. Or more than a fucking blink of an eye. And yeah. they say the Big Bang is fucking stupid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, you're, that all, just, that you're just, all powerful. God took six days to create a universe. Yeah. It, it, all that means is I don't understand it. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, we, we've allowed the, the term Big Bang to perpetuate and flourish for so long that it's hard to get religious people to understand that we're not talking about a fucking explosion. Mm-hmm. There was no it, explosion yeah. that started. Big Bang was coined as a term that... Yeah, it was, that it was intended whenever, to make fun of it. Yeah, it was intended yeah. to make fun of it. Like, oh, sure, there was just this Big Bang and like, everything, like global warming. everything came into existence. Right. And, and now... You know, everybody uses it as a, as the colloquial term referring to the initial expansion of the universe. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. Should we call it the Great Expansion versus the Big Bang? I don't know what the preferred uh, scientific name is, actually. I, I don't mind Big Bang. I don't mind well, it either, but... It, because, in, in, because everyone knows what that means, yeah. and if you choose to, to not accept it, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I think we just need to be sure that we, that we explain to people who say, well, you can't, like, you're not going to get a car out of an explosion. That doesn't happen. Well, we're not talking about an explosion, dumbass, the same way that we're not talking about uh, fucking... Never mind. Oh, a theory. You know, yeah. when, when we say yeah. theory, oh, yeah, we're not yeah, yeah. we're not referring to you know. I just a, you know it, we're not referring yeah, to the layman's term of a theory. Yeah. We're talking about the scientific usage yeah. of the word theory. When we say Big Bang, that it's kind of flipped on its head the other way. With where that's the colloquial term that everybody knows is what we're talking about when we talk about the initial expansion of the universe. And it's not saying there was nothing. Something came from nothing is not what we. People say either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the well, best way to put it. Because well, we, don't, we don't know what was there. Like, there had to be, obviously, there was some sort of matter, and it released. And I, I guess my not scientific brain always kind of thinks of it as like, well, you know, the, the, I always say yo yo. There's an actual name for it. So the universe, it fluxes out and then it kind of pulls back and it, you know, it creates well, and destroys that's, itself. Over- that's the big crunch idea. Well, you know, and currently, I mean, we can only we can only point back to the beginning of the timeline, right? Which was yeah. which was the initial inflation or the Big Bang. We can't, you know, we we can come up with a different with a with a bunch of different hypotheses to say, you know, prior to the Big Bang, the, these types of things were out there, or multiverse theory, or you know, a, a million mm-hmm. other different things that we could talk about, but. You know, the the Christians try to use the Kalam cosmological argument and various other arguments to say, well, there was nothing, and then all of a sudden there's something, and so something had to create that. No, it didn't have to fucking create it. it 
why why do you even have to jump to well, that conclusion? Why do you have to say that it had to have done that? That's something you're just yeah. assuming. Yeah, Let's, exactly. That's that's it's, it's it's a jump because we we don't even know enough to ask the appropriate questions for the singularity of the universe. Right. And and to explain it away with well, God did it. That's that's just another God of the gaps theory. It's just yeah. that the gaps that God that God fills now are getting smaller and smaller and smaller as we become more and more intelligent and learn more about the universe where we find ourselves. I guess my my way of thinking when I talk like say the yo yo or the the crunch theory, I'm, I think of you know you got black holes, black holes sucking other matter around it, and it's a hugely giant condensed super heavy mass. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when stars die, you know they. Go supernova or whatever it is, and they turn into massive black and they, hole. Then they, then they turn into a black hole. They start sucking everything in around it. it. Eventually, every star in the universe will die, and it well, will be sucked into something. And if you get two black holes next to other, they're going to suck each other in, and eventually, all going to come back. Side and, of a black yeah. hole. Well, that's the thing is, it's not actually a hole, and it's not actually sucking, and not a, no, not, it's, it's not just every, attracting. It's it's a gravity. It's gravity, right? And not every star will be affected by it. No, but. The point but every is, star this, will and die. Going, yeah, and going back to my earlier thing, a lot of a lot of terms um, in the scientific community, to use a, a Ryan term, um, are a little clunky, and that's why I like Big Bang. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows what it means right away. They know exactly the event. Well, they know what about. you're referring to. They don't yeah. know what it means. Well, necessarily. Oh, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. but uh, just like just like the word atheist, you know, and yeah, it's it's the same thing for me. Like a lot of people shy away from that. Well. Or I don't know. When you it know, comes I'm right just, down to it, I'm a, yeah, I'm a non-believer. I'm yeah. agnostic. You say all this I'm other stuff, and then I'm a humanist. They ask all these other questions, and they're like, "Oh, so you're an atheist?" Well, yeah. When that, ba- when that answers that? the question yeah. that they were basically ans- asking in the first place. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, so you know, the only correction I would make, and this applies to evolution as well. So you believe in the Big Bang? No, I accept it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, so you believe in evolution? Nope. I accept it as the most plausible answer currently demonstrated to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I accept evolution as a scientific principle. Yeah, sure. But but I I like to think with the black hole thing, though, that what's to say that hypothetically, Mm -hmm. that all black holes, you know, once everything starts dying, the universe is pretty much dead, the black holes will all kind of basically be stuck to each other and attracting and you get a giant supermass of all the dead particles in the universe and it just releases again. Yeah. Yo, yo. I don't even know. I yo, yo, no, but I, I, I have, I don't even know how to comment on that. Yeah, well, and no at the idea. same time, I mean, that that kind of that kind of brings us to the point of saying, okay, sure, that that maybe that's possible. I don't know. I I haven't we gotten have no tested clue. it. We we don't know for sure. But you have to make a huge fucking leap to say I don't know versus God did it. I mean, yeah. what what evidence do you have to support your your notion that God did it? You don't have anything. Yeah. That's something that's your that that plays into your preconceived notion and your own confirmation bias. I'll prove that it to you. That's what you believe. That's what you want to believe. Obviously, then God did it. Which, I'll prove it to you right now, Dan. Okay. I had a friend. Okay. <laughs> was and he in a he, class? <laughs> and he was really struggling with his science class. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. When they were talking about evolution. Yeah. And I told him, just take out your Book of Mormon. Okay. And open it to any page. Yeah. And start reading. Okay. And that will give you your answer. Oh, shit, it worked. Any page at all? Wow. Any page at all. I'm amazed. Even even like the opening? Wow. What about the credits? Well, and, and what about like 
back when it said that it was written and published by Joseph Smith versus translated. And that yeah. will Wait. be all the proof you need. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on this listen, page right now Ryan, where it tells me I, I must. Heart. I'm on this page right now where it tells me I must feel? take a hundred wives. Do you, uh, do you have a burning in your bosom? No, but I think Joseph Smith was trying to molest me. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's the proof they use. That's the quote proof that they use yeah. for. If you pray about it and you get a good yeah. feeling, that means it's true. Yeah. All the answers are in the Bible. Oh, yeah? Is that how you decide other things? Like, that's how you come up with the answer to any math math question that you right. have on a quiz? You pray about it and, you know, you have a list of answers and whichever one gives you a warm and fuzzy feeling yep. obviously is the one that's fucking true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's stupid. That's yeah, it's fucking, it is fucking stupid. dumb. I, is stupid. I, was, I was listening to a talk. Are you going to rant before me tonight? <laughs> I only listened. It was like an hour long. I can only make it through the first maybe 15 minutes of it. And I was like, this guy is fucking bonkers. And he's trying to explain why creationism is just as valid and more valid than... A pile of steaming horse shit? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, as evolution, <laughs> I think is what he was going at. But he kept saying that all scientists start their science with a preconceived notion Secularists don't have God to have, you know, their a preconceived beginning. notion. Yeah, their beginning. Because <laughs> we have God as our beginning, so of course we're going to come to this logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, not logical. That's not how you do science. You yeah. don't start with an end to get your the end doesn't yeah. Yeah, justify the means. You, you can't start with the answer. You start with a question. You don't start with yes, the answer. Right. And like that's what good science. Good science is. I have a question, and Let's you're willing study this. to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. You want to be wrong. If you're wrong, you have to do more research. You may not even have any kind of preconceived notion or conclusion in your no. mind in the first place. You right. just have a question. You, I want to know how this works. You just say, right. why? Yeah. Why, why does or this how work does the this way work? this w- yeah. works? Figure the mechanics out. Go through it. Yeah. Then you get your answer. It's I've, not saying, I've, done some initial, I've done some initial research on it. I think maybe this might be an explanation. Let's fucking test it out and see if it is. If not, fuck, I'll move on to the next thing. Yeah, whereas well, you like, have a hundred people come after you and test everything you've done to make oh, yeah. sure. Right. Whereas a creationist, you start with the answer. Well, God is the answer to all things. Now, why is he the answer to all things? Yeah, and that's the yeah, how do I, answer how do I come back to God. all of my knowledge to provide justification for the answer that I already yeah, have. And that's yes. the reason why there's over 41,000 different Christian sects in the world, because every one of those leaders is absolutely right. And that's why there's one science. Yeah. Yeah. There's one science. Yeah. Well, call them and ask <laughs> them. Call science there and are, ask them right now. There's there are, one. of course, I several different I, scientific disciplines you well, have, yeah, you know, okay, with, within. But, but there think, are not forty one thousand separate ones. All right, Dan, and they don't and they don't compete against each other to say no, you're wrong necessarily. Dan doesn't have a sense of my answer is. I haven't had enough room. But at the same time, <laughs> science's older brother is always trying to prove him wrong. Yeah. When science's older brother can't prove him wrong, science must be right. Wait, who's well, religion? He, science's other brother is another scientist, and he got science, young little brother's paper. And he's like, mm-hmm. well. I'm going to rip this to shreds. Well, I can prove that's wrong oh, and that's wrong and that's okay. wrong. Gotcha. Do it again. Gotcha. Mm. As in peer-reviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. You that's, know, that's Christianity, yeah. Christianity has had more than 2,000 years to provide proof of its claims. Yes. Yeah. They have failed on every fucking count consistently. Well, here's, here's and what's... And all of their claims for 
for proof of God's existence become smaller and smaller and fewer and fewer. Yes. Consistently. Well, let's let's reduce this exponentially. Let's go from year zero of the Gregorian, right? Now we're at year let's let's go to year twenty instead of okay. year two thousand. Christianity still doesn't exist. Okay. They still have not written a Bible. Have a problem proving any of the accounts written according to the gospels or anything oh, yeah. that claimed to be eyewitness accounts of Jesus. Nothing. Well, at that Even time, twenty years. Forget you're, you're, about two thousand. Year yeah. twenty, they, Christianity by, wasn't like Jesus dude, was born was, a Jew and died a Jew. He didn't die a Christian. Yeah, and and it's night and day different between the year twenty A.D. or C- oh, yeah. C.E. and 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 two thousand years later, Christianity is nothing like. Which is why I always find it funny that Christians tend to be Republicans because it's so un-Jesus like. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. so un-Jesus like. Oh yeah. Re- Republicanism is so unChristian. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I must have missed bizarre. the part in the Bible where it said, support the richest king in the land and make sure that rich king gets richer. Gets by richer the, and the poor get and poorer. And render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Yeah, yeah well, true. Well, true. I, mean, I think that was about law, though, wasn't it? Yeah. But it wasn't render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and fuck everybody else. No. Well, right. It was render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and have kindness and compassion for your fellow human beings. He who is without sin yeah. cast the first stone. All yeah. of that shit that they... They try to paint Jesus as this fluffy guy. I guess I guess what I meant to say was the picture they try to paint of Jesus, but then they go out Monday through Friday and do and do completely the opposite of that. Oh yeah. You know, they they they're not thinking about the holy hobo at all during those 5 <laughs> oh, <no>. days. <laughs> it's it's only on Sunday when they're like, "Oh yeah, I paid my tithing." You know, and all and I all did that. my part. I paid my tithing and went and sat in church and fucking fell asleep. Yep. Yeah. That's all I've got to do, right? Yep. Then I get into heaven and get a mansion and all the wives that I want in the celestial kingdom. <laughs> right. Yippee! <laughs> Whether my current wife likes that or not, she'll exactly. just have to deal with it. Yeah, and I told And you, she'd better be good to me in this life because if she's not, then I won't call her to me in the yep. celestial kingdom. Yeah, and she'll and I, have to hang I, out with all of the other assholes in the smaller kingdom. I told you about my friend who actually voiced those opinions, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you said that last week. Yeah, which is fucked. Yeah. Woman, you better be good to me now, or I ain't gonna call you to me in the celestial kingdom. Yeah. You see them dishes you didn't do? You ain't going to no celestial kingdoms. Where's my dinner, Mama? Mm-hmm. Bring it to me now. I want some apple pie. <laughs> Matt's got a pee. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all it's all bullshit, and the LDS Church in particular nice. is tons of bullshit. You know what's really fun for me is when LDS people make fun of other religions. Like, like you know, your religion is like the laughing stock. Oh yeah. Of almost every other religion, maybe Scientology is a little bit more weird. Maybe the Raelians are a little bit more weird. If but, it wasn't for the aliens, Scientology and Mormonism might be really fucking Well, well, and especially living here in similar. Utah, you know, the, I think the LDS church uh, at last count, according to them, was something like 30 million members strong or yeah, something Yeah, but they like also that. count people who no longer attend. If you are baptized and are still living, you're part of the church. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, sure, that sounds like a whole lot of people. When you compare that to the broader Christian community at large, oh, yeah. at billions of people, or the Muslim community at large of billions of fucking people, yeah, I was actually reading something on Reddit the other day. Where you, somebody you, had, you are part of a tiny little oh, yeah. sect. 
You're you're the ass of a gnat. There was actually a guy on Reddit the other day, and there's like a Mormon meme making or something about Mormons. And a guy on there was saying, goes like, "No, you guys, really, what is a Mormon? Like, I have no clue. I've never heard of them before." And that's what I tell people here. I'm like, "Do you realize before I came to Utah?" I had no fucking clue you people were real. <laughs> I thought you were I, like unicorns. Yeah, I thought Mormons, really fucking creepy and weird unicorns yeah, that wear I, funny underwear. I thought you non-R-rated teetotalers were a myth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny because here in Utah, because there is such a high concentration of Mormons, they think the rest of the world they think, bows to them. Oh yeah, they think everybody's Mormon. Yeah. You know, if you're born and raised here as a true believing Mormon. You think the whole fucking rest of the world is Mormon, obviously. Yeah. Everybody I know is Mormon. Isn't that the way it is in the whole rest of the world? That's why people in the state don't leave it, because they leave and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this kind of sucks out here in the real world. There's a, a documentary coming out, and I can't remember the name. I wish I knew the name of it right now, but it's a prominent uh, evangelical preacher from the U.S. that travels abroad, and he's over in, like, Denmark and stuff, and he's talking to them. Uh, and one of the little excerpts they had from it, he was talking about gay marriage with them. And he's like, they're like, oh, no, we, we're, we're, we're okay with that. We're not, we don't hate it. We, we perform them here to this, these Christians, these pastors. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's fine. Then they're he good was people. Kinda, they love each other. Why should we care? Then the look on his face is like, oh. oh <gasps> the horror. Are... What? <laughs> or just walking on the street? I've streets. never heard anybody say that that's okay, and now yeah. I'm really, really I'm freaked con- out. I'm confused. Are you all Satanists, seriously? But when he walked around town, he's asked, you'd go up to people and he's asking, uh, are you, uh, what religion are you? Like, I'm not. Are you fucking crazy, man, or what? And I guess he got back to the States and was just blown away at how the rest of the world is not Christian. And that's, I guess, what a big part of this documentary is about. It's not out yet. It was a little two-minute blurt preview for it. but And he was uh, surprised by coming to the United States? No, no. He was an American evangelical preacher, and he traveled abroad. Oh, gotcha. And he found out that the rest of the world does not oh, believe yeah. in the same evangelical Christian values he does. Even when he goes to a place that has Christians, they don't fall in kinda, line with the evangelical Christian Kind of like view. a Mormon leaving Utah for the first yes, time? Yes, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. why it came up. So, have you guys noticed that these new headphones kind of have a Batman look to them? I was looking at that because it's got like, the ears. <laughs> yeah, we all have headphones just, on now. I was just looking over at Ryan. I was like, it kind of looks yeah. like Batman. Maybe Adam West style. I was, the very small ears, yeah. yeah. I was, I had the, not that any of you fit this image, really, besides the headphones. <laughs> oh, boy, what's coming? <laughs> but when you see, like, the old 80s movies and you got that chick, like, jogging down the street and she's got her headphones on, they have the radio built into them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah with the little, <laughs> the I remember antenna. those things. Oh. Had the antenna sticking out. Now I kind of wish I did fit that description. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 no, you I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, those were badass. I remember those things. Yeah. You remember the big old fucking Walkman, Walkman tape set? I yeah. remember having it on my hip and mowing lawns. So I couldn't, and then when I got a CD player Walkman to put on my hip, the lawnmower vibration made the thing skip. So I had to go well, back yeah, to my then tape. If, yeah, I was going to say, you, you, you get the tape and then you think you're a total badass when you get the CD Walkman yeah. until you try to until fucking move around with it at all. And then you get the ones that would read ahead. Like it yeah. would store like thirty like, seconds in memory. Yeah, so no, like, it was like, more dude, like three seconds. <laughs> I got an anti shock when I can put it in the yeah, car. Yeah, it's awesome. It's right. so badass. I can like walk swiftly with it. But you, but you still had to have the attachment that that hooked into the cassette player, so you go into your deck in your car. Yeah. But, oh yeah, that's what I, I. That actually caused me to crash one year in high school. 
<laughs> trying to put this the well how many crashes have you been in none i almost none. hit a guy none. None. that none. caused me to you crash how many crashes have you been in into none. A, in, well it crashed into a snowbank uh, i didn't well, hit a vehicle i went up i hit a I hit a snowbank well i've 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 okay been in a crash before i've never actually totaled cr- my car i didn't yeah. hit any other car I yeah had a, i had a i had a sign post yeah but i, I still that. was in an yeah. accident yeah but mine like when i would because it was in like my cigarette lighter i can't remember how i had it rigged up but if i had to turn my car off when i turned my car off it would turn off too so i was coming out of the driveway it's fucking cold as hell and i was already late for school sister jumped in the car and i'm pulling my little 87 nissan Sentra out of the driveway and I'm trying to shift in the first gear without letting the engine stall because it's so cold. <laughs> well, it stalled. When I went to go reset the car, I restarted it, and then I reached down to turn the CD player back on. I moved the steering wheel to the left. And I just, like in neutral, drifted right into the snowbank. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then I was late for school because I had to dig myself out. Uh. <laughs> but it was my neighbor's snowbank, so it was literally I had to walk into the, my parents' garage, grab some shovels, and shovel out the car. And well, now you got the H3. No, you, oh, yeah. You can just the drive H3. over that. I know. I got an Earth Destroyer now. <laughs> I'm just going to just, just well, destroy Well, didn't you say land. that it gets the same gas mileage or better than your old car, though? It's, uh, I get about 17 miles to the gallon in it, but the thing with my old car... That's better than I get in my car. Really? I get about really? 16 in my car. Yeah, that H, I get about 17 miles to the gallon. The thing with my other car was its towing capacity was 1,500 pounds. So when I would load that up with a bunch of gear and go up in the mountains, it was struggling. Like, I'm in first and second gear revving the shit out of that engine just to go up a hill. Yeah. Now I can load that thing up, and I've, I've already taken it off around the mountains a few times, and I'm planning on going up this weekend when it's snowing like crazy. I'm just taking it mud nice. in, the, in the desert, just shooting as fast as I can go through it. Nice. So. Well, good. Should we hit Kalam? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Should we hit it? Let's hit Kalam. Knock it the fuck out. Are we going to play this? You uh, got knocked the fuck out. Which which one did we choose to play? And how long is this one then? This it's, one. It's a little. It's a little. Uh, not even a two minute clip. I think on on it's William Lane Craig's. I'm gonna grab a. Basic. Well, this isn't this isn't even Craig's argument. This is basically just the Kalam argument, right? Well, this sure. Is, this is Craig stating the Kalam cosmological argument, but this is this is Craig's bread and butter. Yeah, he he adds a lot to it, sure, but yeah, but ultimately this is him breaking it down for us, and also and making it more concise than the ten or fifteen fucking minute openings that he uses during his debates, trying to explain right, his which argument. are ju- which are just convolutions. I mean, the, yeah. n- none of it's any real substance anyway. So the the argument that I've broken down for tonight is basically what he summarizes here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let me play this little clip for you. Welcome to the One Minute Apologist. apologist. If you had one minute to be able to unpack for the audience. We interview the world's leading apologists to provide credible answers to curious questions. Talk to us about the Kalam cosmological argument for the existence of God. The Kalam cosmological argument is uh, an argument that can be simply formulated. Premise one, whatever begins to exist has a cause. Things don't come into being from nothing. Two, the universe began to exist. There's good philosophical and scientific evidence that the universe is not eternal in the past, but had a beginning. And from that it follows three, therefore a cause of the universe exists. And then you do a conceptual analysis of what it is to be a cause of space and time, matter and energy. And I think you're able to show that a beginningless, uncaused, 
timeless, spaceless, immaterial, enormously powerful, personal creator of the universe exists, which is the core concept of God. So, so that's the Kalam cosmological. That was William Lane then, Craig breaking it down for according us to Bill, in a nutshell. According to Bill Craig, well, right. and and like I said, that's his that's his bread and butter. That's his bread and butter, that's, and that's, that's his, his one minute thing, which is which is basically the core of the Kalam argument, right? They, that that was Kalam without the fluff he adds he, to he, it, like he, he talked about earlier. He he added a a little bit of fluff to it, especially near the end, but. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Kalam right there. If you if you listen to Craig's debates, you know, like we've referenced earlier, he, he Hitchens, Harris, Dacey, uh, Kagan, um, he he goes into this quite extensively. But but it'll last ten or fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, because he throws in a because lot he adds of other bullshit, so much other stuff. But all of that stuff completely unnecessary. So we're just going to yeah. break it down to its And if you really want to listen to five it, components, you can type them in on YouTube and you can find yep. tons of debates he's done that are And I, I would highly recommend long. listening to Shelly Kagan. Uh, Is that me? Sorry. Yeah, that was the phone picking that up. I turned it off now. Yeah. I would highly recommend listening to William Lane Craig debate Shelly Kagan and Austin Dacey. They both do a really great job. Shelly Kagan and Austin Dacey. Yep. Be- right. Better, I think, than, than Hitchens and Harris do. Against Craig in, in on this particular yeah I would I would guess that it was better than Hitchens like I said that was that was the one where I was mm. I was disappointed in Hitchens' performance w- was yeah. it near the end of the Hitchens Shelley Kagan and Austin what Dacey Dacey D A C E Y yep all right I'll I'll put up links to those and Kagan K A G A N okay mm-hmm. all right so let's let's start at the the, the first point. So, so he basically he basically mentioned three different points. You said that there are five in the classical Kalam. Yeah, I've got five here. So, what are the what are the five that you've got there? Well, let's let's start with. Do you want to go through all five, or do you want to start with? Well, yeah, let's one? let's hit all five, and then we can go back and, and talk about them individually. All right. So, number one, number one in Kalam is everything that begins to ex- everything that begins to exist has a cause. Number two, the universe has a beginning. Number three, therefore, the universe has a cause. Number four, if the universe has a cause, then that cause is God. Number five, therefore, God exists. Therefore, unicorns made it. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one again. Now, are we going to talk them each individually? Or? So, yeah, yeah, so number yes. one is... Let's do them individually. But uh, I, I think I think any of our somewhat intelligent listeners at this point will be able to hear the various points broken down into five and say, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Right, it, without the convolutions of of Bill Craig's arguments, yeah. it, it's easy to hear when you hear the points one through five right in a row. There's obvious questions that come up, but let's 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 start with number one. Yeah, everything that begins to exist has a cause. Okay, that's that's the first premise. So, base every, everything has a beginning. Well, everything that exists has, has a beginning. beginning. Yeah, right. Everything that begins. This is important. Everything that begins, begins to exist yes. has, a, has a cause. And th- this, this point... Refutes his... No, this, this point right here, the fact that things begin, begin. to exist, yes. differentiates Kalam from the other yes. cosmological arguments. Right, So that everything that begins to exist has a cause. So that's the first premise in Kalam. Okay. All right. First of all, this is simply, a po- this is simply posited. 
Yeah, there's no. I mean, that's 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 the obvious first thing. There's no evidence provided other than you know it's, you can look around assertion. you and, and think of yeah, it's an assertion, and you can think about you know what 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 can I think of that does not right. have have a cause that that made it begin to exist, or how much information do we have on this particular subject? For instance, in the Middle Ages, raw meat and 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 excrement that were left out uh, used to gather flies. Sure. Right. And yeah. so for for a long time it was thought that flies spontaneously came into existence among raw meat or old meat and excrement. Yeah. They, they didn't have any idea about flies and eggs and maggots, maggots. and all that stuff. I, re- yeah, I remember no when I was a kid somebody somebody telling me that, you know, maggots just grow out of rotting things. Right. Like there's no, no, no fly no came and laid eggs or anything egg. there. They just they they've always been in there, and once it dies and starts to rot, the maggots it comes come out. out. Yeah. Okay. So this is just an assertion. So that's number one. That's 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 the very first premise of this argument. And already there's questions. Sure. Number two is the universe has a beginning. How do you know that? <clears throat> Obviously. How do we know that? How do we know that's the case? Have we, we found the start point yet? We can we can trace back to the Big Bang, mm-hmm. but we don't know necessarily that that was the beginning. Yeah, we don't. Right? We sure. have no clue what we, came before that. I mean, is that a conclusion that the scientific community has come to now? Is that is the beginning of the universe? That's the beginning. No. That's the known. That's as far back as they can see. It's not saying it's the beginning, but it's just as far back as they can see. Like we can draw evidence back to this point. Right. What's before that? We don't know. Right. Also, what do you mean by universe? I mean. Everything. The well, I I don't mean you, but I mean I mean as far William as William Lane Craig, William Lane Craig, I, I our solar system. What do you mean by universe when you say that? What part of this that you're talking about, this that you're observing, has a beginning and has a cause? What what do you, you know? I would ask him to define that. It's not clear. Right? I, I would I would think again, of universe he's just he's just yeah. positing things. He's just asserting. Because if you say universe to me, it's it's the collection, the web of every single solar system strung together sure, over throughout trillions of light years, billion years of of the visible, what we call yeah, the visible. Universe what we can that, see, but yeah. there's more beyond what we can't see because we can't see it. There you go. Okay, so what do you mean by that? What do I mean? It's everything. No. Well, yeah, yeah, but me, yeah, but I don't mean you. But I'm just saying. I would. I would. But that's a question that might put him on his heels a little bit because he's already he's already making an assumption that everyone's going to going to assume. That what he means by universe is the same thing that yeah. they're thinking. Well, and that the the universe that we know is all that exists. That yes. that too, of course. Yeah, that too. Or that's not a multiverse. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Point three: the universe has a cause. Again, that's just an assertion. Sure. Sure, it's unknown. Right, and that that's that's almost the best we can say about that. It's just it's unknown. Yeah, we can trace it, it back to the initial expansion. We don't know what caused it. Or yep. if there was a cause, a cause necessarily. Yep, and it doesn't make sense to ask anything prior to that big bang. No. I right. mean, so so the cause that's asking prior. Yeah. It's yes. not even sensible. Yeah. Right? So there's already major major problems and we're halfway through this. Yeah. Right? Now all the rest of this is convoluted with a whole bunch of other stuff that that Bill will add as he goes along to make it sound now, Bill and he's a smart guy. Uh, he just gets it wrong on the God question. He, I mean, he he is a he. Obviously, the way he should know, have he been a lawyer. Very, he speaks very intelligibly. He um, should have been a and lawyer. Intelligently, um, you know, he 
he uses multisyllabic words and makes it all sound flowery mm-hmm. and somewhat scientific and mm-hmm. throws philosophy in there and some yep. bits of science. Yeah. But the bulk of his argument is pure conjecture and, and blind assertions. Yeah, all I would say almost all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess bulk, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I agree. Bulk might mean <laughs> most of it. It means a lot in cheap in cheaper quantity. <laughs> yeah. So now it gets a little more interesting when we get to number four. If the universe has a cause, right, and this is all according to the premises he's supposedly set up. Yeah. Right? So if my so let's if my assume, prior if my prior statements were are true, then right, which is which is how logic works. But we've already destroyed that. But let's assume, all right, if the universe has a cause, then that cause is God. Which is the hugest <laughs> fucking leap. Yeah. You know, it, if the universe exists, then okay. it was caused by... But this is where we come back to, like, like I had brought up earlier, where it was they magic. start with the answer and work mm-hmm. right. the opposite way you're supposed to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the we universe know, came into being because of magic. Yeah, we have a number of problems here. So this is, this is A to C, yeah. right, with, with no B at all. Right, he does he, no B step whatsoever. Um, where where does the God part come in to any of the premises leading up to this point? Right, there's no not, scientific not basis no, whatsoever for a well, God. There's, all, there's also no scientific basis, but he doesn't even pretend to try to, to prove to it. Bring it in until this step. Yeah, right. So now it's it's again it's just a completely blind assertion. That's just the first problem with this step. Um, yeah, these these premises that I've laid out before mean that a donkey show made it. Right. So I've created a little flow chart here. And so C- can I have you do something really quick? Though? Sure. Can you read the argument backwards from five to one? Well, we haven't gotten to five. Well, we're, well we're, <laughs> we, we know what five is. I mean, it's the most fucked up one of them all. All right. What's what's the point? Of, I mean, sure. You, OK. Number five. God exists. Number four, if the universe has a cause, then that cause is God. Number three, the universe has a cause. Number two, the universe has a beginning. Number one, everything that begins to exist has a cause. That's the how that's how he wrote it originally, right there. That's the right order that he wrote it in. That's that's yeah, that that was oh. his line of thinking I basically. Yeah. Okay. That's the order exists. he wrote it in. Gotcha. God exists. How do I work this back, back to show that show God exists? That God exists. Gotcha. That's where I was going with it. All right. <laughs> unicorns made the well, universe. How do I work backward to say, say that unicorns, unicorns made, made the, the universe? universe? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But philosophically, though, because this is his angle, yeah. we'll just break this down partially. But uh, um, So number four, if the universe has a cause, then that cause is God, right? And we're always, we already talked about it being A to C. Um, he's never mentioned God before. Um, also... I would ask, what caused God? <clears throat> well, exactly, and his argument is that God is, is God is God is and spaceless. Well, so wait, wait, wait. God right. just has let always me, existed. Let me put you guys through my little flow chart here for this. Okay, God didn't begin to exist. God has always existed. Is his argument? All right. So if God didn't begin to exist, then so God is infinite. Yes. All right. According to him, if, in most Christianity. Okay. So if yes, then if things can be infinite. And uncaused, why not call it the universe? And what's the point in number one in saying that the universe, that everything begins to exist, has a cause? Well, the universe is here and and is part of the natural world that we know and that we experience. <laughs> because we have this thing called time. 
And time is a measurement, which is not and infinite. And time is totally irrelevant to the question of God. God yeah, has God has existed. God exists in all time, in, well, then, in every time. Right. So then when you go back to point number one, and William Lane Craig talks about everything that begins to exist. But God yes. never began to no. exist. And be, God is be, the God, one mover. God, God always God was. has always existed. Beginning, High five. Beginning doesn't even make sense. <laughs> If you if you're talking about timeless and spaceless, which he did mention in in the introduction, he, he right? So, and I, so I think that's why he says begins. Everything that begins, but that's he's saying a, God does not. Okay, in but, his in his mindset or his the way he does it, God has no beginning. Right. So therefore, if it has no beginning. Time. Yeah, God is. Spaceless. It doesn't need a creator. Yeah, he's spaceless, timeless, immaterial. Okay. Well, then if God doesn't need a cause, that's a special pleading fallacy. Yes, absolutely, exactly. Okay, so you're either stuck with the fact that you're using in your first premise everything that begins to exist has a cause. You're stuck with begins, which is a timestamp yes. statement. Yes, exactly. You're stuck with that, or you're going to say that this is timeless and doesn't need a cause, which negates your first premise, and that is a special pleading fallacy. So yes. right there in he the... He is f- saying God is special. Yeah, he yeah, has so his he's own saying set God, of rules. Yeah, God exists outside of everything else that we know well, in that the natural world that, and universe. That is not included in any step of this uh, argument whatsoever. That, right, that's, because, that, it's, because yeah, it's special it's, pleading. Yeah, it's special and pleading. And that's why and he has to throw it in into the, into the third premise. It's yeah, and it's simply asserted, right? It, yeah, exactly. And, and that's so, why they describe God as something that is literally undefinable. Yeah. Well, it it is undefinable because it's it's undefinable because it's not real. <laughs> but but the, the characteristics <laughs> they give it as something that you you right. cannot scientifically have. It's it's that's why it's, I said you get, it's, it's no, a special. It's no different than yeah. Sagan's yeah. Invisible Dragon yes, in the garage. Exactly, exactly. Right, or or Russell's teapot. Right. Yep, all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah it so, is absolutely special pleading because there's no evidence that would point to a god. I mean, that's special. That's the conclusion. That's the conclusion that he has, and he's justifying that conclusion. Well, it's, yeah, his conclusion would be God exists, uh, yeah. which 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 has problems in itself. Even if you accept one through four, he still gets to number five, which is God exists, and does not still get to the Protestant God that he believes in. Well, and especially when he says whatever Nothing exists, at all. if if he says whatever exists, right? Uh huh. Whatever begins to exist has a cause, and then he says that God exists. Yes. So he has to have had a cause. So he needs to work on his on his phrasing there. I mean, if nothing well, else, and that's because what, he says whatever exists, whatever begins to exist. Well, right, and this has to have. A cause. And this this is why you'll see in step five, it does not say God begins to exist. It just says, but God, it just exists. says God exists. But in step one, it says everything that begins to exist. Right. He had so, to throw in that special so, bit of Well, that's, that's what differentiates Kalam from the traditional cosmological argument. They added this point here, begins, to differentiate because, because that was a major hole. That was a big problem. For them, so when they added this, then it became an issue, and now William Lane Craig has added steps all throughout these one through five. Right, he's make, expanded make, on all yeah, of them. Yeah, to make it more convoluted, more confusing, uh, more intricate. Yeah, but to make uh, it sound it, and, more convincing it, while and he's it doing does. it, does. And I'll tell you what, yeah. it fucking works. Yeah, it absolutely does. When he's when he's up there and he's and he's talking about it, I'm like. This oh. Dude knows his shit. He's, yeah, this he's, this he's really thought about this, this guy took me a long time. Yeah, more than more than any of the other apologists for sure, to figure out 
exactly what was going on. Um, I just I just had a thought that passed through my head really yeah. really quick about the whole timeless thing. I don't right. think it's timeless is impossible. Time time is measured against something else, right? Something that has always existed, Ryan. Well, th- not that, but our time, <laughs> a, a day on Mars, which is a measurement, is different than a day on Earth, which is another measurement because we revolve around the sun. Everything right. gets a different pace. Right, right. So there is a time. Their time is something measured against something else. Like how many times does this happen? That's how you measure a time. And that's why the Earth can be six thousand years old because we don't know what God's time frame is. Well, yeah. but what if we've been? I've had that. What if yeah. we've been? We've, but we've been rotating for billions of years. Well, yeah, the, I'm saying these are the yeah. arguments yeah. that they throw out. Yeah. No, know, but I'm saying when you say yeah. when you say uh, God is timeless, I'm like that's you, nothing can be timeless. It, it, it's just what you measure it against. It's measured on a different scale. But there's still a time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a scale to it. Even if there's only one planet, I mean, there's still... Well, yeah, it's just a different scale. Yeah. So, so, like you said, a day on Earth is different, different than a day, day on there. Mars. It's different than a day on Jupiter, Pluto. So to yeah. say something Pluto's is timeless... Pluto's not a planet anymore. So. To say something that's timeless is what Pluto I'd was say never is, a planet. But... Uh, Love is timeless. They're trying to bring it back. And the Some diamond the- is forever. <laughs> <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> so what's but what's interesting though is like it, talking about time is like if you if you were to go to Mercury, right? The revolution and uh, rotation are the exact same, right? This same. time around, the revolution will not be televised. Exactly. So. <laughs> Well, it's some NWA or uh, public enemy creeping into my head. Oh, and it's it's the same with the moon and the earth, right? They're tidally locked. So yes, so Mercury. Actually, that's not the case with Mercury. Sorry, I misspoke. But Mercury's year is actually slightly faster than its day. Yeah, think about it for a second. This this you're talking about time. This will fuck you up if you, you because guys, of the rotation. Yeah, because of the planet it, it rotates slower versus oh yeah, it, then yeah. It goes, okay. yeah, orbit it goes around the, the sun. Its orbit around the sun is faster than yeah. its actual rotation. So the same side of Mercury is always facing the sun, which is why you get like nine hundred and eighty-seven yeah. degrees on the sun side and minus three hundred on the on the shade side. It's kind of like I saw someone post today saying that hey, so Pluto time. will have revolu- revolved around the sun exactly one time since we found it. In the year two thousand one hundred and thirty-five, <laughs> right? Which is funny right. when you, you see those those man on the street interviews, like Jimmy Kimmel does, or, or you know any of the yeah. other comedians or talk show hosts, Jay when Leno they go out and do. just ask people questions. You know, like what 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 denotes a year? What what is a year? Mm-hmm. You know, in relationship mm-hmm. to the the Earth and the and the Sun yeah. and everything. Like, what is a year? That's it. That's how long it takes the Earth to rotate around, or mm-hmm. that's yeah. a, that's they, a they day. don't, yeah, they don't understand. No, that's how long it yeah. takes for the Earth to orbit the Sun. Yes, right. And that's why I said time is time is based off of something else. Like it's it's sure. an observation. It's like hey, between this object and this object, it takes these many times to do that. Boom, that's yeah. Or a what, year, or or what a is a day? What is a day? That's how long it takes us to orbit the Sun. No, that's a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got those backward. Yeah, but this these are the exact kind of questions that have. The reason why time has given me such a, a fit for the last, God, hell, 15, 20 years, you know, 
I've I've gone back and forth on well, it's a total illusion, completely man made. Well, it is uh, perspective. It, it, it is man made, but it, it even, is. And it, yeah, and then I've even gone for to, me oh, to no, travel no, no, here. Yep. Yeah. Time is a measurement. It takes me fifty minutes to get here. That's a measurement of distance and time. Yeah. Right, and it's also thirty miles. Which it is. is a it is all man made. Yes. It's just a, it's an it's an arbitrary measurement. Right. Not necessarily uh, arbitrary. It's something that we're measuring. It's the way against. to calculate. It's, yeah. it's a calculation. It's to say, but but Einstein's in, calculations have proved that it's not purely perception. Yeah, well, well, and it's it's the same thing in it's, my mind physical, as as imperial measurements versus versus metric system, right? It's you know mm, a, a foot was the size of the king's foot or whatever versus you know, but it's not quite that way. Like so, a photon that that leaves the photosphere of the sun, right? I mean, I, not from the core because that could take you know over a million yeah. years, right? Because of the density, but, but one blasting off the surface, right, traveling it, at the speed it, of light. Once it leaves the surface, it takes eight light minutes to reach Earth. Right? Yes. But for that photon, it's instantaneous. There's no time difference. It's it's traveling at the speed of light. So there's no time. See, that's where it starts to tweak a little bit. Mm. Right? From, from the perspective of the photon leaving the surface of the sun to, to its impact with whatever object on the surface of the Earth, it takes, for humans, that's eight light minutes. Yes. For that photon, nothing. No time at all. You know what? You know Not what I've always one millisecond, nothing. Yeah, instant. One of the things that that my brilliant yeah. son has explained to me in his studies and in, in physics and everything is, you know, in my mind, I'd always thought, you know, if I'm in a car traveling sixty miles an hour and I stick my head out the window, and back in the day, I could throw a pretty mean fastball, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm in a car traveling sixty miles an hour and I throw a mean fast if I get out the window and throw a mean fastball at uh, ninety miles an hour, that ball is going to be traveling one hundred and fifty miles an hour, right? Right. On Earth. Right. Correct. But the speed of light doesn't work that way. Right. No. Like I I had prior to watching the latest Cosmos series with my son and having him explain this particular bit of the show to me, you know, I'd always thought, okay, if we you know, as as fast as we can go, if we if we start approaching the speed of light and then we shine a light out ahead of us, that mm-hmm. light will, you know, be almost doubled. It'll be, you know, almost twice the speed of light. If we're traveling at near the speed of light, we shine a light, the particles of that light beam will be, you know, two two double the speed of yeah, light almost. No. And that's not how it works. No. It, it's it's it doesn't have to do with more of how you see it. No, the, the speed of, of light is no. is Basically, like terminal velocity. So you'd you say that that would go, go into that your flashlight would go into a black void. Yeah, like it would just, just it would hit would, a wall and stop. Not even hit a well, wall. It would just you. There would be no light emitted from it because you're right. already or you know if you're traveling at the speed of okay. light, you turn on yeah. the flashlight. There would be no light emitted. Yeah, because you already. Yeah, here's here's another way to say gotcha. it, and this blew my fucking mind. But uh, let's say you have two you have two sets of train tracks, right? And you have a train on each heading opposite directions and one is going 20 miles an hour and the other one is going 10 right now they, they pass each other at a perceived pace of 30 miles an hour. Right. Right. On earth. Uh, if you're, if you're traveling at half the speed of light throughout the universe and you turn a flashlight on, right. Then that the, the light beams from that flashlight are going to go the full speed of the speed of light away from you. Right. Right. <clears throat> not half the speed, but full speed. Yeah. So 
now let's say you're traveling at the full speed, 186,000 miles per second, the full speed of light throughout the universe, and you turn on your flashlight. That light is still going to travel at 186,000 miles per second away from you. Not half. No, not that, 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 that's what I'm saying. It doesn't no, work yeah, that it doesn't, way. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. It's, it's like a, a sonic boom. You will see it before you hear it because the way the sound travels. But the person who's experienced, who's in that aircraft, will not feel it or hear it because they are going faster. They are physically outrunning that noise. Wait, I think you misunderstood me. No, yeah. I, I, I think we were on the same page. because Yeah, you both disagreed. So let me hear you out because maybe I'm, nothing can exceed the speed of light. So if that light's already, if you're already going to speed of light, that light can only travel at the speed that you're Correct. already going. It can't exceed Correct. that speed. So the light would go nowhere. It would stay right where it's at. There would be no light penetrating forward because it is already at that speed. It's staying there. Yeah, so nope. in relationship to you, it still wouldn't be moving away from you at the speed of light. It yes, would be it at would. a reduced speed. Nope. Nope, like if you're you, wrong. If you, no. yes. if you travel no. at the speed of sound, you will not hear the sonic boom because you are in front of it. Correct, but that's sound in an atmosphere. What well, yes, you're talking about sound. is the speed of light, yes. and you're talking about a constant, which, is, which was already... Which was already talked about I, I by guess, Einstein in the in his theories, which is why E equals mc squared yes. and C equals constant for the speed of light. So, but the way the Dan's saying light, it is, this, light is light is a constant, but nothing can go exceed it. A, a, correct, I agree. Yes, but if you're going the speed of light and, and you turn light, on your flashlight, it still moves away from you at the speed of light. Mm, yes, I think. Yes, maybe maybe we're yes. saying the same thing, but not we're we're. We're missing each other in in the. That's in why the I asked you to thing. clarify, but that that's absolutely how it works. So you're saying and it's, then it's so counterintuitive. And I honestly so don't know how it works. But so you're saying then that if I if I'm traveling at the speed of light, I turn on a flashlight, the beams from that from that light would then, if in effect, be traveling at twice the speed of light. Nope. Okay, then you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would not. That's the constant. That's why it's C. That's why right. I was just so saying. So you're saying it would still it would still be traveling at the speed of light, but if you're already at the speed of light, it would basically be going nowhere. That's, that's no, what, yeah, that's what, that's what your, we're it, saying. No, in your perception, you won't no. be able to, you won't be able to see it. No, that's not what I, that's not what I'm saying. It would still move at the speed of light. Yes, but it moves at the at the at the full speed of light. Yes. instantaneously. Yes, away from you. Yes, right now. So, so it's if not, you are it's moving, not exceeding. The, no, the the universal speed of light, it, but it but it's so still moving at the seed, the speed of light. That's why it's so counterintuitive, it, because on it, Earth it, the math works one way here, here but, but when you're in the universe, it's totally different. So nothing can exceed the speed of light. Not Correct. even light can exceed. So if you're traveling at the speed of light, uh-huh. and you shine a light, yep, you are moving at the same speed that that light would then be coming out of that flashlight. Yeah, except so. How could you see it? Well, this is the counterintuitive part. But that light still moves at the it's speed still, of light away from moving. you uh, at the speed of light. Then it would be moving no. double the speed of light. Yep. Because, because then you're saying that it would basically be doubling the nope. speed of light. It's nope. just like saying that the, the thing because about being on a train at the speed of light. You can't, if you're traveling at the speed of light and you shine something ahead of yeah, you in the direction yep. you're heading and you shine a light, it cannot break the speed of light. So it will not travel right. away right. from you at the speed of light. You're using earth math. No, we're using no, the constant. We're using, you cannot, we're using nothing the constant can exceed of the speed of light. light. Do you have it? Do you have it pulled up? Earth math I'm, would say you to... can you can go like like Dan was saying with the the the, the baseball. 
look up what if you what if you turn your headlights on going the speed of light. Okay. And see see if it comes up. Okay, Google. <laughs> what happens if I turn my headlights on while I'm traveling at the speed of light? And we're waiting to see what the Google says. And it just brings up a bunch of different texts and everything. Uh, if you are we'll an astro- a physicist type dude and you like talking about the speed of light, send us an email on, on the thoughts on this. Yeah, I should, I'm a, I should get my son on the show. Yeah, because, he, yeah. He's yeah. a fucking brilliant man. He is. Because none he of is. us are actual, like, uh, not at all. Scientists? <laughs> not, a, not even a little bit, as you have already figured yeah, out. Yeah, so we could be completely wrong on this whole well, premise right somebody now. Somebody is, for sure. Of course, because we got two <laughs> we got two things going here, but I can see where Dan is going with it. Where yep, but, so so can I too. But like when you say it's not Earth, and I'm like, well, yeah, because if it were on Earth, it would be the baseball analogy, where if you're traveling at 50 miles an hour and you throw a baseball at 90 miles an hour, that baseball is now moving at 160 miles an hour. Yep, is exceeding your original speed. Yep, but if your original speed that you were at was a speed that is mathematically not allowed to be exceeded that baseball would stay right there. You'd release it, you'd throw forward, and it would stay in that one spot. It wouldn't go anywhere because it cannot exceed the speed you're already going at. Yep. That's where I'm saying... That's the, that's the intuitive answer. That's where I'm saying if you that's turn that flashlight yeah. on... doesn't work that it way. It can't exceed that speed. doesn't work that way. Well... Light doesn't work that way. I, but if it, but if, if it would be exceeding that speed, if you can, if nope. you, if you can physically see it... What do you mean, it, nope? You can just keep saying I, nope. I, I, but, I know. I know if you but can physically you sound like, see you sound it projecting, like a god bother. Nope, nope. I know, I know. You're wrong. I know. Nope. If if, if you can physically <laughs> see it being projected, it has to be going faster than the speed of light because you yourself are already at that speed. That's why I don't think you would be able to see it, but maybe people behind you could see a glow from it because they are in f- behind that light. Where you already you've already reached the speed at which that light can maximally the maximum speed that light can travel you already exceeded it you're already at that where that light source is at. So how can that light source penetrate past you if you're already at the maximum speed that that light can go at? Okay, I I, I know that's that's the that's the that's why intuitive. I think that's why I, I think the people behind you could see a glow from that light. I'm 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 really waiting for Dan here because. That's the that's the the intuitive answer, and and from what I what I read about this, it it we're gonna have to do some more reading because it's yeah it's, it's, uh, we, it's, uh, we it's a brain teaser. Light, we're talking up, about man. it, and people listen to this. And now they feel like these guys don't know shit. No, we don't, man. Yeah, I'm a I'm a firefighter. Yeah, all of these are very long. I don't. I can't find something that is that is. Shortly right. to the point. Ask, well, ask Siri, can you see a visible light shine forward while traveling at the speed of light? Let's, uh, let's, I'm going to look I'm, this yeah, up I'm gonna next go back week. To that. I'm going to look this up for next week. All right. I look forward to you coming in and saying you guys were absolutely correct. I know, because <laughs> I'd be happy to do that. Because in my honest, I mean, the way my brain's trying to think of it is that, honestly, if you could see the light that light would have to be traveling faster than the speed of light. That's what I say about intuity, man. Uh, like, uh, <clears throat> so you've, you've, so this, this, this seems to be a fairly shorter one here. So this is on IO9, and it says, one of the more popular questions from our Ask a Physicist feature was, what happens if you're driving at the speed of light and you turn on your headlights? The simple answer, you can't, so quit trying. Sure. <laughs> At least 10 of you asked some variant of this question, but Terrell asked it first and arguably most succinctly. So, Terrell, feel free to email me so we can send you a free copy of blah, 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 blah. 
Sadly, physics teaches that we are forever confined, confined to sub-light speeds. There were several comments in response to the original call for questions that took umbrage at this certainty on the part of physicists. Are we just being closed-minded? There are always people who are skeptical of equations regardless of other evidence. For example, long after the, the advent of nuclear weapons and power have vindicated Einstein, I still get detailed manuscripts from people every few weeks claiming that E equals MC squared is wrong. So, no lengthy derivations, but I will give you a few observations, and hopefully that will be enough. Special relativity predicts that if you, you take a massive particle and keep applying forces to it, it goes faster and faster, slowly approaching the speed of light, but never quite reaching it. Right now, for example, the Large Hadron Collider has protons flying around at a whopping 3.5 TeV. This means that the protons are traveling 99.999994% the speed of light, and when the LHC gets up to full power at about twice the energy, the protons will go even faster, but even then, less than the speed of light. Mm. At these speeds, the difference between at and a tiny bit below the speed of light may seem academic, but it makes a world of difference. We always need to accept the possibility that we could be wrong, but in this case, there's just so much evidence that we are right. If the particle colliders would actually work, oh, the particle colliders wouldn't actually work if relativity were wrong. For that matter, neither would GPS devices. Michelson Morley found in 1887 that light travels at the same speed to all moving observers, a result that doesn't make sense unless special relativity is correct. All of the modern physics and technology is built on an edifice of special relativity, and so far it's proven ridiculously accurate. In other words, you've got a very big barrier to overcome if you want to prove Einstein wrong. Uh, let me read through here real quick. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right. So, if I'm in a boxcar moving 60 miles per hour and throw a 90-mile-per-hour 90 fastball, someone standing by the side of the tracks will see the ball moving at 150 miles per hour. It seems like the same logic would work with light, except that it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Strange things happen when you get close to the speed of light, and they become stranger still when you realize that your high school physics teacher perhaps inadvertently lied to you. Lots of you are sci-fi nerds. So I'm guessing that at least once in your lives you learn Newton's force equation, force equals mass, mass times, times something. Yeah. F equals MA. F equals MA, yeah. Deciphering the symbols, it means that if you apply a constant force to a particle, it should experience mass a constant acceleration. acceleration. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Taken to its natural extremes, if I apply a force for long enough and the particle keeps accelerating, eventually it should exceed the speed of light. Voila! Newton's force equation, at least in the form it's normally written, is wrong. But then what happens when you get close to the speed of light and turn on your headlights? From your perspective, nothing. Or at least nothing special. If you held a mirror in front of you, you'd look exactly as you always have. In fact, one of the surprising things about special relativity is that if you were looking at all the scenery passing you, you couldn't tell that you were moving at all. But from the perspective of people standing on the sidelines, thing look, things look really cool. Stationary observers would notice that your entire ship or race car or whatever you're driving at 99% the speed of light is compressed along your direction of motion. If you're standing the right way, it'll look like you've lost weight and that your body has been flattened under a giant stone. Yeah. They'd also see your clocks and your heartbeat, your speech, your computer cycles running slow. That is true, but completely unobservable in everyday life. Typically on Earth, it's an effect of about one part in a quadrillion, but at 99% the speed of light, you'll appear to be running at only one-seventh the speed. The length contraction and time dilation conspire out of mathematical necessity to make your high beams move at the speed of light to somebody watching you from the side. But just as a baseball gets a boost of energy when you throw it on a train, which you shouldn't do, incidentally, 
The light gets a boost of energy as well. The difference isn't the difference is that it doesn't go faster. It just looks bluer. In this case, your headlights mm. would be boosted into the ultraviolet. Mm. Stranger still is the case of two spaceships traveling toward one another, each at 99% the speed of light. Common sense would dictate that the captain of each ship would see the other hurtling toward him at faster than light. Not so. One of the results of the constant speed of light is that all relative speeds are going to be less than you think. In this case, for example, each captain would see the other coming at him at only 99.995% the speed of light. Back to the original question, which incidentally is so startlingly good that it's one... That it's one of the ones that Einstein himself asked as a young man. What would happen if you could get up to the speed of light? As you get closer and closer to the speed of light, time gets slower and slower compared to stationary observers. So if you really need an answer to the original question, this means that if you actually hit the speed of light for real time, uh, time would stop entirely. Which means that nothing could happen. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Because you can't get up to the first... Because you can't get up to it in the first place. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. All right, well... Fair enough. That's why I say uh, the only way to actually be able to time travel would be to travel at near the speed of light because you yourself be traveling slower than all the people around you. So one year on a train traveling the speed of light, when you stop, 10 years will have passed in the actual world or something like that. Right. But let's, yeah. let's, not, let's not skip over my shame here. You're wrong. Trying to, yeah. And based, <laughs> based on that article, yeah, I, I, I obviously had confused special and general relativity without incorporating uh, Newton's F equals MA. So, yeah. Well, and see, and I initially I thought the same way as you until I watched that episode of The Cosmos, and then my son explained it all to me. And I was like, oh. That's why cause I've always had the understanding yeah. when I say if you're traveling at near the speed of light, you're like, you are on the verge of it and you jump forward will you travel faster than the speed of light and the answer is no you can't yeah well it's it's impossible no nothing with mass can go that fast yeah but aside from that i'm gonna do more research and figure out if i'm as wrong as i sound which is probably the case but uh in in any case i so i think i remember when they had the 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 theoretical train thing mocked up to travel to speed of light. They're like, well, first of all, it would take like 10 years for this train to safely get up to the speed of light without physically killing everyone on board. Of it. <laughs> you then, can jump from zero to speed of light. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, would, you would die. So the train would have to get up to that speed and yeah. just keep going and increasing, increasing, increasing the speed. And then if you spent one year on that train at near the speed of light, that's when it would... You know, you would time travel. You'd go into the future because time has... You don't really go into no. the future. Time, well, time, time relative to you stop. versus the, the other things around yes. you, if you're on Earth, would, it would, just would stop. slow. Time slows for you at that rate. Yes. For you, yes. Yeah. But for the rest of the world around you, it's going at the same speed. Mm-hmm. Right. So, essentially, once that train stops after one year of traveling... The people on people around you that weren't on that train will have felt more time pass by yeah. than the people the, on the train. The people around you wouldn't be alive anymore. Well, well, it seems it seems that I recall reading an article some time ago talking about even astronauts that travel out of Earth's yep. atmosphere. Yeah, that the speeds at which they travel to and from the surface of the planet basically doesn't make them younger, but it 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 reduces the aging process yeah. by, by like a micro amount. It's you know not just I mean? the They're, speed. It's, they, did it's, the, they did the math. It's not it just and, the speed though, but it's, it's God, I feel like I can't even talk anymore because, well, this, <laughs> there, but, it's, but it's, but it's, re, it's, it's the removing it's themselves from the mass. Yes. Mass, yeah. mass is also a component in time. It's, it's not just speed. It's also mass. 
Yeah. So as you get closer, closer to a ma- like a black hole, multi- yes. uh, 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 time slows because your mass is accelerating. Well, time changes. Yeah. Yeah. Depends. Depends which way. So if you if you leave a massive object like the Earth, even though it's minimal, minimal mass, as you leave the the, the mass of the Earth, time slows. Yes. So it's not necessarily speed because we're not we're not getting anywhere near approaching the speed of light to to affect time, but but it's removing yourself from the mass. But I think that that guy you're you're talking about too. I know Dan's a, already skeptical just because I was wrong. Oh on no, one I, no, I'm not. Skeptical. No, it was. I'm, the, I'm thinking I really need to get my son on the show because <laughs> there was a. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> there, there's a Russian cosmonaut that had the record amount of time spent in space, which was like six, seven months well, they, or whatever he's out there for. Yeah, and he lost like a few. You well, know, they've they've like sent clocks milliseconds off of time from everyone else on Earth. From the time the, the, up there. This is what blew oh, yeah. my mind. They've sent clocks, and, and they the, do the clocks actually physically. I mean, yeah, it's not it, just it, it may be a minute physically amount. change. Yeah, yeah, they physically tick yeah. at different different times based yeah. on their based on their proximity. to, yes. to massive objects, and it may be a minute amount, but it is still an amount that proves but that the speed the speed is. Basically negligible because we, 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 we can't approach anything close to the speed of light to, no. to make it anything measurable, you know, per se. But, but moving away from massive objects, yeah, we, we can do that. And, and that has made some physical measurable differences, which blew my fucking mind. Which is why I thought there's also something else they also say about black holes saying that you can never actually, you'll never actually hit a black, like you never actually enter it. No, yeah, that you that you wouldn't be able to get over the event horizon. Yeah, because the time it, you you'd get to that spot and time would just stop because no light, nothing escapes it. But you would. Well, it's all very strange. I know. Yeah, yeah what are we yeah, even my, talking about? Why? My son's are like totally into we, all we, that kind yeah. of stuff. Because it, it's it'd interesting. Be awesome to get it. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I know. But man. like, we none of us have any authority. No, yeah. no, no. We got no authority on it. But this is what people that go. Well, we know God isn't real, but this shit is fucking yeah, cool and he's, it actually exists. Why? He's, How? He's awesome at explaining things. I mean, he's a great teacher, tutor. He's fucking brilliant kid. Yeah. He, he, get him he, on the show. he is. He, yeah. he is a brilliant kid. Does, he, does your son still live around here? Oh, yeah. No, yeah okay, he, I don't know. I've never met him. Like I, I know, I know five I, minutes I, from here. I know he takes letters off walls and rearranges them. But. <laughs> <laughs> the wrath of a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Let's have young Ellis on the show sometime. Marquesi, actually, but yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, his last name is Mar. You can call him Marchese. Okay. <laughs> What's his first name? Gray. Oh, perfect. I'll yeah. call him that. Yeah. Gray Cheesy? Gray Mr. McCheese. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a bunch of notes. I'm going to study up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely an interesting. I mean, it would be it would be cool if you can get like a few like we should get more scientists on here to talk cuz uh yeah, we've had one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We had uh, when we had Josh uh, on, yeah, here. that oh, the anthropologist. On, uh, anthropologist. I mean, that was I. I, I thought I learned stuff from that, and I, oh, yeah, I'm I hoping some of our listeners actually learned stuff from that. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling enlightened after having listened yeah. to what he said. Mm-hmm. I like learning stuff. I know, which is weird to me that a lot of religious people seem to not like to learn things because it contradicts what they want to yeah. believe. They yes. shut down and don't want to learn Dogma. these things that are so fucking cool. So much cooler than any God or any promises of any yeah. afterlife could ever give you. The facts of the universe that you're in are so yeah. fucking amazing. All right. I'm going to go back. It's maturity. <laughs> are you willing to accept the fact that all this shit's cool, but you're going to fucking die and you don't have a sky daddy to pet your head when you're feeling sad or, I think they just think, think it's you're the gonna devil's live work. Forever. I, look, 
So it's, the way it was explained it to me that I accepted was by a sociologist who said that, you know, maturity is is ba- is is a social construct, right? Uh, that's the way maturity I look at is it. a social construct. Oh, even that's a even fucking when, easy way out. But, no, but it, but it, it is. I mean, even when you refer to maturity, you're referring to it in comparison to your social construct and and your your view of right. what makes somebody mature, right? So if society at large views religious belief and somebody who holds a religious belief as mature, that's not saying that they're necessarily immature. It's kind of a it's kind of a, a relativity thing, right? So us, we can say, yeah, I, I don't think they're necessarily mature, but society at large would say that they are because it's accepted. Does that I, make I don't, sense? I don't Ma- give maturity is relative to your society. I don't give one shit. <laughs> about that, I give well, no right, shits about that. I'm Look, saying it's relative, and it, and it's a it's a societal definition. It's not. There's no hard and fast no, rules to no. it. There is no black and white. All right, fair enough. There's no black and white. But if 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 you want to call yourself a grown up adult human being that takes care of other people, but you want to still pretend that there's a sky daddy petting your head when you're sick and all that shit, you're not fucking grown up and you're not mature. Well, and then you could you could look at it as okay. Well, what if they're ignorant of those facts? What if they, what ah, if they have no idea of that? Oh, right? On, Would man. you still call them immature? Yep. Why? Like before before you were never before you were ever an atheist before you had any idea that there was even a concept of not believing in God and being okay. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you were immature? Because in that you, sense, yes. Because there are there was a there was an unknown thing. Like it was completely out well, of your realm of knowledge. Oh, God damn it. I, I think you're wrong it, twice on yes. this. Yes. Yeah. I think immature Look, is the wrong. I think you need to find another way to, to uh, put it. I'm not ready to back off of that one yet. But, well, uh, and but, I, I'll, but I will tell you where I will I would concede. even say that I would agree with you that in my then, view, I think it's immature. All right. But, Look, all right. I'm not, ready to, I'm not ready to back off of what Ryan wants me to the, the whole fucking idea. No. It's still immature. But, but I think your point is I'm, I'm willing to take a little bit of that into consideration, what you were saying, Dan, because – I grew up uh, a little bit tougher, you know, in the sense that I didn't have a mom. I mean, I had a mom that was really sterile and really cold and unemotional. There was no physical, you know, and tucked into bed and kissing and all that, whatever, all that bullshit. Yeah. I, I didn't have any of that, you know. So to me, when I see adults doing that stuff that I didn't even have when I was four, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and like I say, I totally get you know, and, it. And, and, I, and now and they're now they're making up people who are going to do that for them, <laughs> and I'm just like, it blows my mind. Yeah, and I I get that. I I totally understand that argument, and I'm just saying that you know it. it but that's that's from our perspective, and and that's our right. that's our social relativism. F- fair enough. All right. There's there's an they element. could say the same thing about us on their side of the fence. How so? I don't think they could say this. Yeah, how, about how us so? Necessarily. I'm not saying that. Oh, you one. are very immature for not believing in the scripture. You, you, no, how, how dare yeah. you not do? I, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't. Buy I don't know it. that I don't they could that say. One. I don't know that they could say we were. Well, we were immature because because they wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to say that we don't know something that they know. I mean, we we know their religion probably better than most of them do, right? So they wouldn't be able to say that you don't know, so you're immature. You haven't learned these things. You haven't experienced it. Whatever we have. We've rejected it as being bullshit, so they wouldn't necessarily yeah. be able to say that we're immature. I mean, it's a different thing. It's it's relative. Yeah, because when I, when I hear maturity, I think of saying, "Well, if you have a two year old child crying in the aisle of a store because he couldn't because his parents wouldn't buy him what he wanted, that sure. child's maturity level. That's how he's going to react." Yeah, but he's two. 
Yes, if you have a 30-year-old man doing the same thing in an aisle crying because his girlfriend or wife won't buy him what he wants, yeah. that is immature. That's what they do! <laughs> that's They go to church and cry in the but... aisle because daddy won't give me what I want. <laughs> that's but exactly that's... what they do. But I'm saying that but that's still relative, right? We it's would relative expect... to our social construct. Yeah. Oh, thank you for we would proving e- my point. But I don't think it... I don't think it I think we I think we all agree on every point. We're just we're wording the it definition or, of or, maturity. Yeah, and 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 I mean and those are still societal constructs. I mean, we would expect that a two year old would act that way. That's that's accepted. It's the social yeah, norm. I you know when I, a thirty year old does it, we know that that is unacceptable behavior for a thirty year old person. Yeah, but you know if I think of an evangelical Christian, that, I think we, of them uh, acceptable. But we as think as, that way because that thirty year old person has been taught things or should have been taught things. That would lead them to not act that Yes. Way. Okay, fair enough. All right, fair enough. However, we live in a world that's not sparsely populated. Correct. Okay. So. Well, are you talking land mass? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> land mass, earth, Earth's surface, are there, we including the oceans? <laughs> look, there's a shit ton of people. Yeah. And a very large percentage of those people... Behave, live in live in behave, highly populated areas. Behave within a certain parameters yes. that are socially acceptable. Yes, yes. according okay. to a religion. Which n- no, well, I mean no, no, no. But but the social parameters, according to what you're saying, I think Dan, right? Based on what we've decided are social parameters, right? I think that's your point. Fair enough, I'll accept that. However, if there's a 30 year old acting like that. Whether it's, like the two-year-old in the store? Whether it's in a Walmart or in the privacy of his own home or her home, and they're well aware of the social parameters, if they're not handicapped, I don't give a fuck what but the parameters not, are. You're a fucking baby. Grow up. <laughs> but is it not also more socially acceptable in I society don't care. to erect a... I don't care i know you don't care but it's more socially acceptable in this society to erect a religious symbol well, than it would e- be to no, re- like not even non- necessarily that it's socially acceptable look, it's a societal norm yes woman up and stop pretending I, that's my point oh yeah i agree i don't, I, I don't, I don't like I, the way I, it is I either but I that's the way our society fucking works and I, that's what we're trying to change that's what yeah. that's what our yeah no look. our goal as an atheist movement is to kind of go look what you're doing this okay. is fucking bullshit yeah. and my point is all of these people who are writing laws for us right now, who go to church every Sunday, are acting just like that two-year-old in the aisle of Walmart, except they understand enough of the social norms to do it in their own fucking bedrooms. But are we as atheists socially accepted in society? Grow up. I know. I know where you're going, Matt. I agree with you. We do oh, agree with you, but we, I'm it's there. the terminology of I'm it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm there. But us as atheists, are we socially accepted in our society? Of course not. No. We are the not the social norm as atheists or people who proclaim or people who are more oh, vocal atheists. Well, we are not the social norm. That's an interesting point. All right. Go ahead. I'm not saying that we're immature for not being socially no, norm. No, no, I, I get what you mean. But I'm saying you're, that you're, you're if, saying, if, you're, if, you're, if you're taking on a maturity level, we are the ones that are the abnormal ones. And I'm viewing they them are, from my perspective. Yes, and, yeah. yes. And, 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 and say, yeah, well, you know, ah, Jesus Christ. When they Christ, are the normal do, ones in the society, they're the ones that are ex- accepted yeah, I, I as understand. the social norm. Yeah. We so, are the ones accepted as the abnormal yeah, like in said, society. It's, it's all relative. It is, exactly. Ah, fuck. Yeah. If you go to Denmark, but so to how extend, do I have how do I have sympathy Max, for how do I have sympathy for that? 
Well, I would because say it's the truth. I would yeah, say no, that I to extend Matt's argument, but that's some, you oh, could say Jesus that Christ. people who are presented with this information and know that it's fact and and then choose to ignore it and believe whatever they want, even you know if if they have the knowledge that what they believe is not correct and they cast that aside and still choose to believe whatever yeah. they want just because they want to, that's immature. Yeah, that's that's what I'm look. That's what I'm talking about. The in look in in the age of the internet, there's no excuse. Well, there is. I mean, if they if they haven't no. been exposed to it, and if they don't know, maybe look, they uh, maybe they have no desire to seek it out. Maybe they uh, have no idea that it even is out there. And that's guys, where the man. indoctrination of our society. <laughs> is. But but you but you got to look at it as where the indoctrination comes from. Why do I make you guys do this? I think so. Why, I think do, you we, guys, I think why do you guys become apologists every week? I'm on not the an show. apologist. No, not at all. I think I'm it's just, fucking I'm, dumb. I'm just saying. Think, yeah, we, I think we agree that they stupid. should take advantage of all the knowledge available to them. Yeah, but we have we're, Google. We might be taking more. Phones. I think yeah. we might There's be taking no more of the devil's advocate approach to it. But I agree. But when you look at society, when you look at kids that are being taught this from before they can even fucking speak a word, this is all they have. Yes, like Dan. And it's it's uh-huh. not yeah. easy for for people to break away I, from it. I Obviously, because you look at the numbers that called, do break away are so few. It's called being a fucking grown up. But you know, the it encouraging is, thing is that those numbers continue to rise. They do year continue over to year. rise because people are researching more for themselves. People are looking more and kind of going. But yeah. it's taking that step that it was, it was harder you for you two to take that step than it was for me because I basically grew up an atheist. Sure, but for people to take that step that are ingrained in that society that have always had that as their backbone, it's a really fucking hard step to take. And you got to admit that for people to take that step, even yeah, but even if internally, even if internally they're fighting with it, but they know externally, like I don't want these consequences, so I'm just going to live by the social norm. I don't want to be viewed this way. I don't want that. I don't want that. So I'm going to play the game. Would you say that that is even possibly more mature? That, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's sad that they have to live that way. Yeah. I yeah, mean, absolutely. More to, mature to have to live your to have to live your life as your inauthentic yeah. self. And I think it causes more problems more, when people are forced to live yeah, that way. That's more mature? Well, to, to realize that I'm just saying that perhaps, you know, it could be viewed as if you do have that knowledge and you, and you, want to not disrupt society you want to not offend i i would agree with that in saudi arabia yeah fuck yeah but in america because in saudi arabia you get beheaded here you just lose your family yeah but again that's still relative right it's relative to what they don't want to lose all right some people these people don't want to lose family their ties they don't want to lose why i was willing to accept parts of of dan's point about the social they don't want to lose they don't want to lose their society yeah yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, it's sad, and I think that's honestly what leads to a lot of suicides. It leads to a lot of drug addiction. It leads to a lot of really mm-hmm. bad things when people are trying to find a way out. Yeah, okay, fair. Or enough, if but- they're if they're like, I can't deal with this anymore, and then and the stress builds up, or if they're taking tons of of drugs prescribed by a doctor because they got anxiety and all these other stuff going on. Well, my 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 parents are still are still. You know, devoutly Mormon. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, you know, what, see, what, what if, here's what where if, the maturity comes no, wait, from. Hold, let me finish this though, real quick. What, what if I, what if I would have said, what if I would have, would have gone on with the kind of thinking that you're proposing as being, quote, mature 
and just been like, oh, well, these are the social norms. So I'm going to pretend for a while or I'm going to, you know, whatever. And just did that. And, and then this never, this podcast never happened. You know, I've never met you. I never, you know, I would be never sad. Met. Right. Of course. But, okay. So, so, but look, it's part of being a grown yeah. fucking person, but that's right. That you say, Hey, this is what I think. This is how I feel. This is what's going on. Whatever. Right. That's part of being grown up. Everybody makes their own decisions and everybody makes their own decisions in time. So you yeah. might've made a decision at an earlier time than someone else could have. That ah, cop out, man. No, it's not a cop out. It's, yeah, it I is. mean, I don't think it is. I think, <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it's, it's, it's the way that, no, I, 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 this is so well, weird. Well, and oh, some people have more time. to lose by coming yes. out. Right? Well, I mean, fair enough. All yeah, right. Especially in there. this, especially in this state where it's very much revolves around religion, like in the Midwest, Nobody gives a fuck if you're religious or not. It's kind of like, okay, you're not religious. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you that if I worked at a company who, you know, that that was largely LDS or, or mainly owned by LDS and I didn't have the protection of the union standing behind me to say you can't fire him because he's non-religious. Right, right. You know, I would be much more careful about what I say and what yeah. I do. And, and, I mean, like I said, it's all relative. You know, some people, some people like myself are afforded the luxury of being able to be an outspoken atheist and not have it negatively affect my, my work life necessarily. I'm sure, I'm sure that it still does affect it. I know that there are people that, well, you what, know, that I work with who prior to me coming out as an atheist were totally friendly with me yeah. and would hang out with me, talk to me all the time, whatever. When I came out, they don't anymore. And I'm sure that there's, there are some repercussions to me, to me doing it, but they are not nearly as bad as somebody who say it, worked at Deseret News. Yeah. Well, what about for people who are homosexual and there's no protection for them in a workplace or right. they have to hide the fact that they are homosexual or to keep a job or to keep the lifestyle that they want. So it's something that they even know or to try to get into housing. Yes. Or, you know, so they like, have to hide it. They have I, to I can't pretend they're that. they have to pretend there's someone they're not. Yeah, I can't speak to that. But it, but, it, but, but I mean, mean, that's why for, I think for, there are people who are playing religious, even though. Well, that's deep certain. inside. They don't believe in it, but they're just going along with the motions to please the people around them. They don't want to have to suffer the consequences if they don't. They don't want their marriage the to end. They don't want to lose their children. That's certainly a part of the group. Have, yeah, of course. They don't want to be ostracized but by their family. I'm, I'm talking more about like uh, you know preachers and and priests and uh, and grown men and women and these kind of people that you know who just, make their living. Teaching religion, well, not necessarily. And if, but they, if they come out as an atheist, then their then their whole entire life is gone. Is gone because there was I their thought, social structure, their oh, yeah. familial structure, their work. I mean, everything is gone. Their income. All right. Yeah. So, which is why there are, believe it or not, actually practicing atheists who are preachers now yeah, because they so, okay. are afraid to come out. Yeah. All right. So keep lying to kids. Perfect. Yeah. Keep keep enabling the kids that rape our kids. The, the well, guys that rape our kids. Yeah. Fine. Perfect. That's why there needs yeah. to be a yeah. social change. No, fuck, no. Yeah, yeah. There, needs about, be, there needs to be a social change. That's what we're what, what about Garrett? Working toward. What yeah. about Garrett, who we had on last week? He stands to lose everything yep. by yeah. coming out and did anyway. Yep. Yeah. He took yeah. that step. That's, that's a hero. Some, that's maturity. Some people aren't willing to take that step. They're immature. But and I'm not going to say but, they're immature. I mean, they're just but it's not. Totally, they're afraid. Not it's, that's it's, the argument we're having. But it's totally different, too. I mean, he was a returning missionary. At 21 years old with no job. I mean, he had, he had nothing to come back to other than living at his parents' house, and he had already set up somewhere else to live. So, I mean, the only things that he really stood to, to lose were, you know, societal acceptance or, 
or familial and, and, and social connections. It wasn't, he wasn't risking losing his job, his home, his career, you know, every, the, comparatively speaking to some, just, you know, comparing, uh, him to a preacher who may have church sponsored yeah. housing, whose paycheck comes from the church, right. who, all illegal, you know, all of that, all, all unjustified and illegal. Oh yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't happen in the first place. Yeah. If he doesn't believe he should own up to that. And be mature about it. But that's this is where well, and a lot of and a lot of them do. I mean, yeah. some of have, them do. No, there's, some of there's them an do. actual society yeah. built to help them. Yep, there is, yeah. and it's a very small percentage. Well, a lot of them some don't of them come do. out and be very vocal. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say if it's a small percentage or not. I mean, how they, many they of them are going on. to say whether they're a right. non-believer, right? All right, so most of them are. I mean, it's it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to it's a difficult thing to gauge. But we do know oh, that there are people who who do practice and do leave or do practice and stay as a clergy person and, and will modify the teachings that they give to be just more humanitarian to, to be more accepting, you know, and, and honestly, sometimes those people are of great benefit to secularism. Oh, they are. Yeah. You know, because yeah, they I don't, agree. they don't teach fire and brimstone and gays are bad and should be killed and all of that kind of bullshit. Yeah. I guess, Okay, and in a maybe, way, they maybe, can help lead their flock toward being more humanistic in all of their thoughts. Is this the conversation we had that didn't make it? Is this no? That was Don Cheeto. Oh, Don Cheeto! <laughs> so we've had this twice now. No, no, Don Cheeto was something else. No, he's saying because yeah, we so now, this is the conversation this that we've one had we've before had that twice. we didn't. Lose. Yeah, we had this conversation twice, uh, sorry, but on a different everybody. scale. Uh, but with with the way no, this, but I think it's good. I think we're yeah. hashing out some differences. I, th- and, I think it's I ultimately. Uh, Ultimately, I think it, it, it's it's a semantic issue. It is more, it's, it's, more it's, than anything because because I think it's terminology. Yeah, well, yeah, or semantic. Yeah, I think semantics so, plays into it, but I, I still think it's it's more of of a relativity issue. You know, it's well, okay. Fair not enough. everybody I think, I think can act both. the same all the time. Which which is why right. I was, was going to oh, kind right, of bring up enough, like everyone always talks about the atheist agenda and like oh our agenda is to get rid yeah. of Christianity and kill them all, and it's kind of like. No, it's not the agenda. I think the agenda of most atheists is to be able to have the society recognize that atheists exist, and we are no different than you, so accept it. We are here. We're not going to leave. People don't have to believe in your God. And I agree. So making, I think yeah. that the, the goal of atheism should be to be, make society more acceptable of atheism, more acceptable of basically going— More accepting? Yeah, basically more accepting, saying, okay, you don't believe. Cool. Why should I fucking care? No problem. Yeah. And, no problem. And, and I agree. And in order to make that happen, we're going to have to have more people coming out. Yes. And, and, and yeah. there's, Absolutely. and there's, if you can, come and the out, more you people come that out. come no, out, not yeah. the and more, that's the caveat that I don't like. If you can come out, no, come out. Well, yeah, but, but, there's, but I mean, you can't, so everyone so, has a different so situation. Like said, if, if you're, if you're a preacher who, whose housing depends on it, whose livelihood depends on it, whose family depends on it, you don't have to come out right away. But you should absolutely start preparing yourself to come out. You should start working toward the ability to come out. Yeah, because nothing's going to happen if they still think that this is a Judeo-Christian country and that and that ninety five percent of people are church going Protestants. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, that's when nothing, I said that they no. start modifying the teachings that they're providing to their congregation to be more humanist in their in their teachings. Yeah, but I mean, which is reason, why they they even said there's even a report that came out today that says most young evangelical or the the or the new age evangelical students or children or whatever the, this new generation of evangelicals coming out are more accepting of the 
or accept climate change and are becoming more accepting of homosexuality. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because society is changing. People are teaching them different things, even though they might be learning stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, we were talking pre-podcast about generational differences. Yes. It took a generation to to end uh, women being treated – well, women still are – you know, women still are – face huge hurdles. But, you know, women's suffrage was a generation. Yes. Uh, Racism, you know, uh, institutional racism was a generation. You know, it's it's these generational differences – Krauss is saying that he hopes and thinks that perhaps within a generation we can move away from religion being the primary motivating factor behind all yes. of these horrific things that are happening to humanity. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look Take. up some things here. Okay, <laughs> I got a lot of crap to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look up maturity. The the like the definition. The Oxford Dictionary definition or the yeah. the, the what the yeah. Webster. Well, I don't care either okay. one. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that a little bit. I'm gonna see. Oh God, I gotta look up social stuff, um, societal norms. Um, but I want to see. Yeah, well, and back back when we had this argument I before, think, I, I, I posted it out to my Facebook, and it yeah, was, yeah. But my my buddy Roger, who's a sociologist, commented, and that you know that that swayed me the other way to say. You know, and, and when we first had the conversation, I was totally in your camp, right, and saying, "No, yeah, they're not mature." Blah blah blah. I could see they're, Ryan's point of view, but I I think I not agreed more with mature. you. And now and now I you know I think I have I, I understand and can see both points, but it's still relative within within each within each viewpoint. You know, as an atheist, I can look at somebody who you know believes in a magical sky daddy and think that's fucking stupid and you're immature. Yeah. But if they don't have the knowledge, you know, if they're not specifically you know, if they haven't obtained that knowledge to know that a lot of the beliefs that they hold are just fucking wrong, then, no. then you know, I, how can I, I say that they're immature when they don't have that knowledge? And I don't think it depends on that. I think, I think, I think it just depends. What? I think it just depends on like, look, like there's something inside of me that made me not want to be yes a, a, a servant of my parents or or of society or of customs forever like there, there know, has at to some be, point you just fucking grow up there well, has to be a catalyst that makes them want to change away from their religion and well, i know you, you can, brought up the internet thing but unless they have that catalyst that gives them that thought that gives them that thought like i'm gonna go uh, research this more even though the information is there they're not going to go look at it because they're like, oh, that's all that's all bullshit, anyways. I'm like, why why am I going to spend my time on that? That God's real. Why that guy's stupid? Yeah, well, no, I, I'm not saying stupid. No, well, no, I'm saying I that, can, but I can liken it to to knowledge in any particular or specific area. Yeah, right? if you're gonna, if you're if you're a doctor, you you're not a full doctor until you've gone through all of your years of school. You've gone through yep. residency. You've mm-hmm. had your experience. You're not a full doctor. You're not a mature doctor. You're not right. fully mature in being a doctor of whatever practice you are going to be doing, right? Right. But you can't say, you can't point to them and go, oh, you're bad and you're immature and you need to grow the fuck up. They're still working toward that. But if they never choose, uh, if they never chose to be a doctor, never chose to learn any of that, and you're still pointing the finger at them and saying, grow the fuck up and be a doctor, you know, that's, 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 that's that not, that may not really be a work. great analogy. Well, but maybe, yeah, it's, it does, it's, it doesn't, maybe it's better to say that people are ignorant towards the other side. They right. don't. They don't. They don't have the knowledge, or don't even seek the knowledge to learn or to educate themselves about what the other side views. So they're ignorant towards that viewpoint. Let me, let me say it this way and see if this helps. William Lane Craig, right, who we've talked about tonight, yes, exceeds 
exceeds me in many, many areas. Sure. Right? Education, uh, 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 foreign knowledge, right? He studied in Germany, got a PhD in Germany. Um, in Islamic studies, right? He got a master's in that, decided that they were wrong on Jesus, got a PhD in, in Christian stuff, right? He exceeds me and is more mature in all of those ways, in making money, in business, in public speaking, all of that stuff, in philosophy, all of those things, he's more mature than me. Sure. But as far as believing in Jesus and God, I'm more mature than, Jesus, than, than William Lane Craig. But would you that say that you are, you are more fully mature? I mean, you just listed off all of these different things that he knows and is more mature in you. That you have no study in. Yeah. Okay. But would you then say that you are not fully mature because you don't know no, those okay. things? All right. This, this goes back to my original point. A person cannot be fully mature if they believe in God. That's my point. I would disagree. I, I don't know how you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just highlighted it yourself. I mean, you said that they cannot be fully mature if they believe in God. And, right. and and then you pointed to all of these different things that William Lane Craig is much more mature than you because right. he has these these specific areas of expertise yep. or knowledge. Yep. I'm not fully somebody I'm who, not claiming to be fully mature. So somebody who well, sure. Okay. I'm just saying a person can But then would you but then would you then point who at is yourself fully mature? And, and call yourself a fucking baby? For what? That's what I'm, but that's what you're doing with religious people. Mm. Is you're pointing at them and saying they're not fully mature; they're fucking babies. In, but then in you're that saying area? that I don't, I don't know all of these different things. So, okay, I guess if you want to say in that area, sure, but it's still relative in, in terms of things that William Lane Craig studied in Germany and and if for his master. Yeah, I'm a baby for sure. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Is is it's yeah, relative? All right. and, this, you know what? This argument's stupid. It, it makes. I mean, because <laughs> if, if you base it on that. Then yeah, who is mature? Nobody. God yeah. damn it. I'm fucking wrong <laughs> twice tonight. Jesus Christ. Now, you know what? No, I, I totally get your argument. I do. I, I understand. Nah. It, but, it's, but it's still, that's from my viewpoint. I mean, if I, if I look at somebody who is religious, I can go, fuck. You know, you're so fucking immature. You don't even know all this different shit. And that, but it, but, but there's, there's always going to be someone that knows more. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know. But, but I, I guess my point was just that you've, you have grown quote grown adults hanging on to a sky parent for all their comfort and needs and that's the thing that just which but, is which is know, why i always get which, which bothers me too i think it's fucking ridiculous social relativity i think i think that's what this whole thing has been about it has but yeah. I, I think that's why we go back to the social thing being socially relative it's accepted yeah. in our society to be that way. Yeah, well, yeah, All right, I suppose. But it, it would I, not like, be accepted can, in but, our society to walk around wearing nothing but a little piece of wood covering no, your I, genitals. I, I understand. Oh, but I, in no, I some, think I might accept that. In, in, some, in some tribes, that's what deems you a, a warrior. That's if what you deems can, you to be the a higher fine. stature is by having that genital wrap thing, whatever that, that fucking stick thing they use to put there. It's weird looking. A stick thing? Oh, you should see the way these tribes. not people, even a fig leaf? No, it looks weird. <laughs> it basically makes it look like you got an erect penis all the time. And then, Oh, that's Papua New Guinea. Is that New Guinea where they do that? Yeah, it it looks weird. Leaves. Yeah. But, I mean, in their society, you are socially a man. You were at the top of society when you get to wear that. Yeah. Here huh. in our society, you'd be looked at and be like, um... What the fuck are what you doing? You, yeah, what what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you wearing okay. that stick that makes it look like um, you have an erection? <laughs> please go away. But over there, they they those are the men that are the leaders. They're the top tier of the men in their society. They're the head honchos. So social relativity, 
Yeah. Here, that would be something that'd be completely fucking weird. Oh yeah. In their society, that man has power. Yeah. He's something he's someone you look up to. He's revered. Yeah. And and just just as in moral relativism, I mean we can look at those things and say that that's that's wrong or bad. The difference between I think, you know, maturity or societal uh, uh maturity and relativism versus moral relativism is that you hear religious people all the time say well, if you don't believe in a God, you have no ultimate authority, and so then everything can go. Everything yeah. happens. Everything you, everything you can is permissible. Kill, you can murder. You can, you can do can whatever rape. you want. Yeah, which is which is which is wrong. I mean, it is wrong. You know, you can look at, you know, in in fucking Saudi Arabia, it's you know, uh, genital mutilation of females is accepted. It's it's the societal it's a social norm. norm, right? And that is morally acceptable to them here. Because we think that you know, or my personal view oh, is yeah. that is that morality is relative. It's not morality is relative and is subjective. It's not objective. We don't have some ultimate source of morality. We decide what is best, and we decide. You know, I can look at something and say that is harmful to someone else. Yes, and I object to that. They can look at it and say, no, it's not harmful to them. It protects them in whatever ways. Then we have to bring science into it and say, no. Scientifically speaking, you're harming this person by, you know, deadening their nerve endings. You're, if you're practicing circumcision, you're you're removing the foreskin and, you know, removing all of these nerve endings that make sex more pleasurable. And and they can look at it and say, well, you know, relatively speaking, according to my religious beliefs, this is something we should do. God commanded us to do this. This is what we're going to do. And it's bullshit, but I understand why they do it. I I disagree with it, and I'll work against it and say that it's bad and harmful. But it's a. But I understand why they do it. It's a. It's a social norm. It's that's why it's 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 it's. I understand why subjective. they do it, and we'll work to teach them why. Depending why on the reasons that they think it's good are bad. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll stick to. Uh, I'll stick to uh, apologist arguments from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I break those I, down pretty good, but uh, I think that's because I'm kind of a hardline guy. That's I think, why I can break down those arguments, but no, I think I am too. I as think, far as the yeah I think social I, stuff, I just I don't I don't have much tolerance. But yeah. I think I, that that's, that's where it gets tricky because social things. I mean, it depends on where you're at. Yeah, that's so what subjective. that's just. I mean, even go with our society. You go back a few hundred years. What was socially accepted then is now not socially accepted now. Sure. Yeah. Society changes. It evolves, and we hope it yeah, evolves for the better. But if it, if it goes yeah, at a bad pace, it like it might be trying to go, if they try to and that's, that's fuck things the, up. That's the part that is strange to me, too, is that, you know, we can look back at things like uh, fucking all in the family. Yeah. We can look oh, at Archie yeah. Bunker. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. the whole, you know, one of the big points of that show was to point out how horribly fucking wrong and stupid Archie Bunker was for thinking and believing a lot of the things that he did, right? I mean, you had Rob Reiner in there as fucking meathead, yeah, who would point out all of the horrible things that Archie Bunker believed and said and thought and did, mm-hmm. and not just that they were bad, but why they were bad. And, and they were, and, and a lot of those things have changed. But yeah, you still have religious people, not not just specifically religious people, but a lot of people who who point to that and go, "Oh no, the fifties and sixties were fucking great. We need to go no. back to that. We need to go back to." 
you know, treating blacks as lesser people yeah. and women as lesser people. The heydays people. of the KKK. <laughs> exactly, you know. And they think that, that was those were the glory days and we should somehow return to those. Or those were the days of perfection that we need to try to attain again. And that's fucking wrong and sick and disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all rich, white, Christian men. Yeah. That are saying that. Yeah, who have nothing to lose but privilege. Yep. Although I do still think the 1940s World War II era was one of the best generations around. The 40s? The 40s were pretty good. Just for the fact that people were able to band together yeah. for a common cause and actually work the, and sacrifice and The 40s give things were good for, for some people. Yeah, I, st- yes. I, I still, still like... They were still really, really still fucking like terrible for, yeah, for I, I, I don't people like, who weren't white, who weren't male. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I, I think... Right now, I, 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 I guess I guess that, still... that that age. Well, because I guess I, we look at that age because the, the sacrifices people were willing to make. Yeah, right now you can't get a kid to know. get off his fucking Nintendo DS while walking through a fucking grocery store. Yeah, back then you had kids fucking going down to the local scrapyard so they could hand in a bicycle to be scrapped to be made into an aircraft or yeah, true. A but, tank. but I mean, still, if you were to go back and talking if you were to go back and kids, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I mean, if you were to go back and, and interviewers talk or talk to the people who made these great and wonderful sacrifices and ask them what they thought right, about right. blacks or interracial marriage or women oh, yeah, being it, it able was, to vote or any of that, they would be horrible. fucking horrible oh, yeah. fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I just I say for the sacrifices right people were willing to make at that time. But, but even today, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still waiting for this verdict to come down on uh, on the Ferguson case, you know, yeah. because uh, because all that bullshit. Tomorrow, yeah, Darren was Wilson. Tomorrow or Friday? Was it Thursday uh, or Friday? Because I know it was. It's this week. I don't know. I know tomorrow night, Thursday or tonight, if you're listening to this tomorrow, or yesterday if you listen to it on Friday, uh, <laughs> or tonight if you listen to it tomorrow. tomorrow yeah, because <laughs> this is Wednesday right now. Uh, I'm 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 waiting for the Republican Party to just. Blast the president on his yep. live speech he's going to be giving Thursday yep. night on his plans for immigration reform. Yep. Yep. Just like everything else he ever talks about. Yeah. It's going to be a doozy. They'll shit themselves and say the world is coming to an end and he's awful and he's a dictator and needs to be impeached. And mm-hmm. But when we're doing the same fucking thing that, that Reagan, that Reagan and Bush did, both that fucking Bush, did. Bush Bush Sr. Yeah, did. Bush Sr. Yeah, yeah but, but way better. Well, Obama, way better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But way better than those guys did. But those two presidents both use executive orders to give amnesty to illegal immigrants, which is the same thing that I'm thinking President Obama will be doing or announcing tomorrow night because our fucking Senate and House cannot get off their fucking ass and do anything. Oh, they no, they, they can. To, I mean, if, they I've, can, but they won't. No, they they can get off their ass and do stuff if it's opposing Barack Obama's. Oh yeah, policies. it makes me so yeah. fucking mad when I hear Republicans talk about. Oh, well, you, we can't have all these immigrants come in here. The founding fathers, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the founding yeah, yeah. fathers were, were fucking immigrants. 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 Yeah, I Motherfucker, know. This country is founded on the yeah. backs of immigrants. Immigrants, immigrants built our highways. Fucking country. Immigrants built our railroads. Under duress. Well, on, yeah, <laughs> but they were still immigrants. Well, I'm not even going to touch it that. It wasn't, one. yeah. They still, they, well, they, they, but immigrants, we, we fucked them over, but they came here and did it anyways. But I mean, setting aside, you know, the Chinese building the fucking railroads, you know, Immigrants are what made this country great. Yeah. Well, and look, it, and does it not say on Ellis Island, "Give us your weak, give us your tired, give us your weary, give, you, give me your tired, your your huddled masses, your yeah. to breathe free." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we talked about it earlier. My ancestors came here in 1617, right? 
That's about as early as you're going to find. Oh, yeah. Mine didn't come here until the early 1900s. Yeah. That's about as early as you're going to find for white Americans. That's thousands of years too late, right, for, for Americans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but fortunately, I can say none of them were slaveholders. A lot of them fought in the Civil War to free the slaves. Yeah. Well, you're from the uh, North. Yeah. From the, yeah, for the Union. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what a disgrace that. Which you know, and then and then to have all these Johnny Come Latelys, <laughs> you know, showing up that have positions of power and and telling us how our ancestors wanted this country to be, you know, and I and I sit there and just my blood boils because I'm like, there's a plenty of my ancestors that fucking went off unmarried, no kids, in school to be a doctor, went off to the Civil War and fought and died to free. The slaves, yes. because well, that was the right thing to do. And, honestly, and then I've know, got all these fucking yeah. Canadians whose parents were born in Cuba <laughs> telling Cruz. me exactly what my ancestors believed. No, fuck you. Canadian parents from Who are you talking about? <laughs> and how, oh, many, Tom, and how many of the founding fathers would, you know, if, if they were to travel through time and arrive here in the United States in 2014, oh, yeah. they wouldn't how many of them would it. be shocked and appalled? Yeah. At a lot of the bullshit that's going on. That's why when I hear... Well, I think Republicans would say the same thing. Well, they do say the same thing. They say Thomas Jefferson be rolling over his grave. Washington yeah. Washington be rolling over his grave right now. But it's, for all the wrong reasons. Yes. And I love how they always say with the... Uh, uh, what's I can't remember the name of the painting, but it's the painting where he's standing there in the snow... Uh, kneeling, horse in Washington the background. Valley Forge in the, in the snow praying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is bullshit. That never it, fucking happened. It right? never happened. It was an artist's interpretation. Yeah. That painting was actually hanging in this house that I had that I bought. Was hanging on the wall right right around the corner here in the in the downstairs family room area. The prior occupants had a giant one of those fucking hanging on the wall. Like six feet wide, three feet high. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed in among the pictures of the temple and white and, Jesus and and white Je- uh, we need to do a whole show on white Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that should. We should. White Jesus. We, we should have done that last week. We should do it for a Christmas episode. Well, I won't be here for that one. So, so yeah, so next week we won't be doing a show because it's the day before Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. I'm having I'm hosting Thanksgiving for the big family get together here, so we won't be able to do it. Uh, but then you, Ryan, are taking off. I will be gone December sixteenth, which is a Tuesday. I'm leaving. Okay, so so, so we'll so we'll miss. I'll next be here week the first then... two weeks of December. I'll be here. Okay, and I'll be gone the rest of December. Okay, and back in January. So next week we'll we'll be missing a show, or we won't be we won't be doing a show next week. Uh, we can do the following two weeks, right? Yes. Before you take off. Before I take off. Yes. And then Matt and I will have to decide if we want to do a couple shows in your absence and, and miss you and talk fondly about your tattoos and how handsome you are. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen me, I'm, uh, I guess I'm a stud. Ryan's kind of a looker. <laughs> and who, wow, will, who will I have to argue against and be wrong every night then? Um, you, can, you can call me and I can just go, <laughs> Matt, Matt. Yeah, I'm in Wisconsin right now, and you're wrong. <laughs> Later. We yeah, we could hook it up, talk to you on the phone. That'd be good. Yeah, but I was right on Kalam. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's no argument there. Yeah. Right on Kalam, and the William Lane Craig is a yeah. disingenuous, vacillating prick. Cock fuck. 
Now, and, all of a sudden, you guys are hardline now. Interesting. I don't know if it's hardline or just... We, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, and I, I wouldn't even necessarily say he's a yeah, prick. But, but, I mean, he seems but, like a decent guy. You know, yeah, they, he, he's doing they do the afterwards. This is, all, this is all social norms. He, he doesn't know. Like, he's, he's been educated in Germany. He, he doesn't, doesn't know, know any better. Yeah. But the one thing <laughs> that is about him is he makes a lot of fucking money being that guy. So even if he didn't believe anymore, if he's kind of like, well, I don't yeah. know if I believe my bullshit, but wait. I make a lot of fucking money I going on tours. Yeah, I, 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 think, think he does I, I too. think he does, yeah. too. I think he genuinely believes the bullshit. Yeah, but he, he goes on a lot of tours and books and everything else and paid for people to come have him talk about that bullshit. The, the other thing that I wanted to mention real quickly about the Kalam argument is that mm. even, if, even if you were to accept all of his premises, all of his conclusions, and say that a god exists... That's still another huge monumental fucking leap to say that that god is the Christian god. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't get you to any specific god at all. Yeah, no. Even if you accept four, which was thoroughly decimated. Yeah, yeah. He, I, it, I, I don't. It's always asserting the god you believe in when you say god. And and I noticed too that even in the even in the in the debate with Hitchens, where I felt that he didn't perform very well, you know, he tried mm-hmm. to. There, there were a couple instances where he tried to bring it back and say, you know, even if we were to accept what Professor Craig says or Dr. Craig says and and accept that there is a God, you still have everything left ahead of you to prove yeah. that that God yeah. is the Christian God. Yeah. yeah. And and here's why. And he tried to bring in a bunch of other things that then, you know, Craig got up and said, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Right. I, I would rather believe right. on the back of a giant sea turtle driving through the universe because yeah. that would just be bad. <laughs> I think I think that was Hitchens probably his best point in that argument. Yeah, you know where he was like, you know, even if even if you accept that a that god, there, there, the the immaculate conception and the virgin birth and all this, it still doesn't get you to a son of God. You know, you still have a lot of work to do it, to to prove that that's a son of God that he saved the you know all that stuff. Yeah. That there's no way to connect this argument to Christianity yeah. at all. Right. When the more plausible reasoning would be, she was just a slut. Yeah, exactly. And and she was scared of the repercussions. Yeah. 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 Of course. Or was raped. I mean, even the, back, that or, too, back yeah. then. I mean, even today, if you're raped, if you're raped in Saudi Arabia as a woman, yeah, you being raped means that you should your be fault. buried yeah. chest deep and have rocks thrown at you yeah. until you're fucking dead. Yeah, and I'll you tell you what, up. that's a horrific scene. Yeah. God, that's bad. Yeah. Don't don't Google that. <laughs> I, it's it's out there. Yeah, I know. I did it once. Yeah, that's bad. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. But do look up godlessrevolution at gmail dot com, or just email us at godlessrevolution at gmail dot com, or visit us on sure. Facebook by searching for the Godless Revolution. Yeah, which will be much more active in the coming weeks. Yes. And so you know, it's revolution with a B, like we're rebels. Rebel. Ocean. Ocean. Not revolution. Revolution. Correct. Bravo. Yes. Some people have mixed it up, and I've had people looking for it on mm-hmm. internets, and they say, well, I typed in revolution. I'm like, no, it's... Rebel with a B. Rebel with a B. Yeah. So there you go. All type, right. Type that into that little thing you got on your computer or your phone, where it says email. Type something s- smart, witty, fun into that email, and hit that little f- paper plane looking thing, or whatever you got on yours, to send and we'll get it, and we'll read it, hopefully, maybe. Yes, we will. If it's good. <laughs> we will read your comments and or questions and answer them the best that we can. Or just go to the Godless Revolution on the Facebook. Yes. Right there. 
right in front of you. Right, right. I mean, I guarantee you spend most of your day on it anyways. You have it open right now. Right Don't now. Lie. I know. So just write something on there. <laughs> just say hi. And we'll say hi back. We'll give you we'll give you a good old hellos. A good old hellos. Brian will. I, I might <laughs> I might not. All right. We'll 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 make sure you get you get a hello. Yes. So is that about wrap it up for this evening? I think that's about wrapping it up. Bye, y'all. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to us, everybody. Yeah. We look forward to uh, hearing more from you in the coming days and weeks and months and years and decades. And Holy shit, how long are we living for? <laughs> well, me, not a whole lot longer. If I don't start getting up my fucking fat ass and doing something. <laughs> well, all right. Until next time. This is the Godless Revolution, and thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.